All right, so this is episode 53 of the Dry Spellcast, and we're back uh, after a long hiatus. Several um, months now. It has been several months. This is uh, June. June. And uh, we're here, and I don't know, how's your life? I haven't seen you in forever. Yeah, I know. You've, you've been working a lot. I've been busy, I guess, with things. Yes. You've done a lot of house-sitting. I feel yeah. like every time I text you in like the last two months, you're like, oh yeah, I'm house sitting. So well, it's that, it's that time of year because all my siblings live out of state. So it's that time of year where my parents are trying to go see everyone. Um, so they went and visited my brother. The first time he texted me a couple like, that was a month or so ago when they went to Oklahoma for the Boise State, Oklahoma State game. That's what it was for. So they went down there. So they made a trip to see my brother. He lived there. They went to the game, obviously. So they were gone for about a week there. Of course, I had a house six. They have this puppyish dog. She's getting older there, but uh, it, it's just the one dog, and then Monroe, your cat, right? And then they have a cat too. So okay, it's th- right. It's three animals, um, which is good. I mean, I'd rather watch them and then kind of leave them up to the fates. The cats would be fine. Give what, enough food. battle royale yeah. for the animals. Hundred cats drop onto an island. Uh, so I had to watch them there, and then literally like ten days later, my parents went to Boston because my sister lives there. And for anyone who doesn't know, she is the Patriots cheerleader. Oh, so you don't have to. You don't I know. Have to well, tell that's kind of that. the point. So they went up there to like go to a game, like see her, and then he actually had a a conference to go to. So they made oh, like a whole okay. thing. So they were gone for like two whole weeks, and I had to stay and watch the house for two weeks. And I thought I was gonna like just kill myself because I'm like, yeah, it's gonna be good. And then like after four I days, mean- I'm like. You've got friends out there. You could have hung out with Jason or I, I, Jesse or anybody like. I feel like I did hang out. I feel with like them. we have more friends that live out in, in Nampa, Nampa than You're we right. do here. That's true. I don't know. I just and I mean we as a collective whole because obviously you have friends in Boise that aren't friends of mine, um, and vice versa. Yeah. Um, and I so feel like yeah, I we don't have, we I don't made cross those groups. I feel like I had Jason. They came over once for the game. For the issue. Yes. I can't remember what I was doing that day. I had something that I invited everybody over to for some reason, but you guys were all going to watch the game. Yeah. So that was, I've been at my parents' house and even rewind a few more months, I was locked up in my parents' house because I had my tonsils removed right. since we have been off the air. Oh, yeah. So hopefully I sound a little better. I don't know. Um, a little clearer. I don't know if I am used to it now. I think when I first heard yeah, you're you like, you're like you, you said my voice was a little different. Yeah, it was a little deeper. My aunt said the same thing. I don't know. If, yeah, other people noticed. Well, because, so, this whole story behind that, I guess we'll go into it. I, when I'd be talking to my parents, they'd be like, why are you mumbling? I'm like, I'm not, I'm literally just talking to you. I don't know why. You think Actually, I'm, all of this really makes sense to me. And I'm sure you've noticed it yes, you've now. Yes, you mumble, yes. And I, I'm like, I don't know why I'm mumbling. I'm trying to talk, like, articulate and, like, Get my point across, not and then so finally after months of this, my parents saying this, we're out to dinner with my dad for his birthday, and he just like, open your mouth. I'm licking your tonsils. Okay, ah. he's like, and he's like, your tonsils are huge. You need to get them taken out. So like he, how is this the first time that they noticed this? Well, like they like knew them, like they heard the mumbling thing. They don't know what. And then my dad just finally like just made a connection. Like I'm just gonna look at your tonsils, and so yeah, lo and behold, got a consult, went and saw the doctor. Uh, the ENT, and he's like, yeah, your tonsils are huge. Like, these like these are about the biggest tonsils can ever get. I was like, fun. And, but I had no problems with them, because like, I wasn't getting sick, I wasn't getting sore throats, wasn't getting 
abscesses, tonsil stones, like the usual stuff people get. I yeah. literally was just like mumbling and occasionally get food stuck in my throat. Okay, so I don't have the food problem. Um, I get everything stuck in my throat. Uh-huh. Um, no, so because I have big tonsils as well, but also mine are documented as big. Oh, um, see, I don't think mine were ever like normally big. This I big. think this was before we were friends. I don't know if I've ever told you the story, but I remember um, in my adult life, uh, it was sometime after I went through my big breakup uh, and after my grandpa died. And it, so I was like through this like whole mess of life. Um, I think I got strep throat and I never got it checked. Um, and so some kind of like bacterial infection happened on my already large tonsils. Um, and they have been like threatening to take out my tonsils for decades now. Mm-hmm. Um, and we've just never done it because it's never been an issue. Well, I, I specifically remember feeling like I had the, like an ear infection. So I went to the doctor, she looked at my ear and she was like, you have nothing wrong. Um, she looked at my throat and she was like, how long have you been feeling this? And I was like, I don't know, a few days. Um, and apparently it was actually just my tonsils swelling up, uh, like, and it got to the point where she flat out told me like, if I was going to wait like another day, I probably would have died. Oh, jeez. Um, and so I got on like really tough antibiotics um, and ended up on steroids and like all sorts of stuff to help the swelling of my tonsils. Uh, and like I remember getting the steroids and they were like little pill steroids. They're not like shoot up. Well, it's um, different. Yeah. It's not anabolic. It's metabolic. Right. right. Yes. Something like that. I don't know. Um, and I, I remember like having to take them, but they would like get me super hyper at like 3 a.m. in the morning. Hmm. Uh, and so I would wake up at like three and go for runs because it was the only thing I could do. Um, it was a really weird time. So you didn't get removed though? No, oh. they told me if I had like one more problem that I should really consider it. Um, and I haven't had a problem since. So, yeah, because like my dad, my dad was at the point where like, like either we just get him out now and don't have to worry about it. And then even the doctor's like, yeah, you'll like, obviously you'll, the mumbling will probably stop. The food thing will stop. It's like, you won't ever get sore throats again. Uh, it's a 90% ch- chance to clear st- sleep apnea. And that was actually another problem. I was snoring myself awake at times. Mm. And so that was kind of a problem. I was actually sleeping really poor those few months that like, it was like a problem. Interesting. And ever I since then, I I've, like, I've slept so much better. Like, I'm not waking up at, you know, I'm waking up at, like, 9 and 10 o'clock and feeling fine instead of waking up at 1.30 and just, like, hating myself. Because, like, I, like, got a terrible night of sleep. Like, I like, had to, like, stay asleep. I don't know. Right. No, I get that. So, uh, yeah. And that's so I feel better that way. Um, so, yeah, they took the tonsils and the adenoids, which is, like, in your right. nostril. Right. Uh-huh. So, they just did everything. And so, like, I can, like, my congestive nose is you like can breathe for the I, first I know, time like, wow i can actually, you can like, actually smell the flowers for the first time in your life yeah so but i was locked up my parents house for about a good two weeks of in just solid pain yeah like that doesn't first, sound fun the first week was i think you heard me i jumped i heard on, you once i jumped on the computer i think the second day well it and didn't I, help they didn't have like anything i think you were using like your airpods or yeah something, i right? forgot my headphones and so like i jumped on i'm like hey guys how's it going like uh and then it, it got really worse. funny. Yeah, like they're laughing at me. I'm like, I can't really talk. 
and then like after that it got worse the pain did so like my dad's like you know what i'm just gonna uh he bought me a little steroid pack for the swelling Mm -hmm. and i think that helped and then i just uh instead of doing the hydrocodone twice a day i took a little less but three times a day so i think that worked I would take the same amount, take it three times a day, and have a lovely, lovely day. Yeah, I know. Um, but my dad's weird, but obviously he does Obviously, like, because he deals with pharmaceuticals. Yes, he doesn't want people, uh, you know, abusing meds. Right. So, tonsils are out. I'm good. That was kind of the biggest highlight of my summer since we stopped talking. That was in end of July mm-hmm. that, that happened. Went to California. Cool. That was fun. Yeah, I my life has been generally uh the same. Mm-hmm. Uh you know, besides the whole, you know, I now teach at a university thing. Surprise. Surprise, <laughs> here we are. Um but uh I went to PAX this year again. Uh and it was a grand old time. Let me walk you through my weekend at PAX. So uh PAX starts on Friday. And then goes through Monday. Um, it was like the 4th of September, right? Around there? or Yeah, something like that. Um, in fact, it, I don't know. I think it started like the 31st and then ran through. I don't know. I just remember being there um, for the most part. Yeah. So I, I like, so I, when the ticket badges went on sale originally, um, I bought four of them, one for each day as quick as possible. And then when I reserved my Airbnb, for the same days and everything. Um, so everything was cool. Uh, and the Tuesday before I left, so I was leaving on Thursday. The Tuesday before I left, I got my notification about my confirmation for my Airbnb and realized, oh God, I reserved it Friday through Monday. And I was going to be there Thursday through Monday. Uh, and I had my plane tickets and everything. So you can't um, change anything. Right. And so I messaged my like host. I was like, yo, any chance I can get the day before? And they were booked up. So I uh, ended up staying at a sketchy hotel, uh, motel um, near SeaTac. And, uh, oh, which was fine. Whatever. I like bust into town that night. Which was a mistake because it was also a Seahawks game mm. night. Um, and so the buses were crowded. And I also timed the end of the game very poorly. <laughs> and so rode back on the tram at the same time that everybody was getting on. Uh, it was a nightmare. But uh, so anyways, Thursday, whatever. Uh, Friday pack starts. I ended up meeting up with the, some friends that I made last year which was nice. Um, and also I've got a friend who I went to college with who lives in Seattle now. So I hung out with her a little bit, uh, and you know, just did packs things. Uh, we went to drink beer, throw hot dogs, all that good stuff. Uh, there were no, no hot dogs thrown this year. Uh, I think we were, I think they were told that they're not allowed to do that. Uh, but I'll tell you a funny story about the whole league of heels thing, uh, when we get there. But I think the first night, so that Friday evening, um, we, we went to this like PC gamer hosted, uh, party. Um, and I can't remember exactly. It was like the predator, like after party or something. Um, we went to it and it was super lame 
they were playing Rocket League on a stage. Like nobody gives a fuck. Um, and there was a DJ and like PCs like laid out like sporadically through the club hmm. that you could like sit down and play. Um, and the only good thing about it was you got a free drink uh, and a free glass that lights up. Ooh. Oh, yeah. It's really fancy. Good. Um, and because we couldn't get in the VIP lounge, I don't even know who the people in the VIP lounge were, but I didn't like see anybody I recognized. They're probably streamers or something stupid. Uh, and YouTube so, personality. Yes, there YouTube you personality. Uh, what is that stupid word? Um, influencers. influencers. Yes. Uh, and so. Trust me, play, <laughs> come play this game. Um, so I, I went to this party. Um, I, I think that was the first drink I had that night. Um, but it was not the last. Mm. Um, and I, I knew I was going to go hard at least one night. Um, and so it ended up being the first night we went to this, we didn't stay very long. Um, but then we found an Irish pub, went to the Irish pub. I talked everybody into doing car bombs. Yes, as, um, as you do, in as an Irish I do pub. with most people, and yeah. we're at an Irish pub. And did you say those people never had a car bomb before? Um, I no, I think they had. Okay, I don't know. Um, because that's always the thing. Like, ooh, that sounds disgusting. Like, drink one. No, it's delicious. It's, it's like chugging chocolate milk. It's beautiful. And so, uh, so we have the car bombs, and then we decided to go to another bar, um, which was a cute little. Like hole in the wall bar right on the right on the like ocean front, um, which was really rad, and I continued to get plastered, um, and we drunkenly stumbled back to the Sheraton, um, which they were staying at, uh, and uh, saw a drunk Dave Lang stumbling down the street as well. That's right. Um, we like yelled 3, at him. At like yeah, right? it was like 3 a.m. We yelled at him, and I don't know if he didn't hear us or just ignored us, whatever. Um, he, he probably just didn't hear us because I don't see him as the kind of guy to just ignore that. Um, but I got back to my Airbnb and everything. Woke up the next morning. Uh, seemed to be like moderately okay. Uh, and went on with my life. But Pax was good. Uh, you know. I saw a couple good panels. Uh, the League of Heels was great. Uh, they played probably the worst wrestling video game I've ever seen in my life. Um, and it was probably the best finish of a League of Heels I've ever seen. But it was the first time they'd ever been back to the hotel that had the notorious uh, or the infamous uh, fog machine incident, which... Uh, if you haven't, don't know, like a couple of years ago during the League of Heels event, they had a fog machine out in the hallway and uh, they every time somebody would come in, they'd have the fog machine. So like it was like a real event, right? Um, well, the fog got backed up inside the hallway mm -hmm. that they all were <laughs> set off the fire alarms. So the entirety of the hotel had to evacuate. Um, because of the stupid wrestling event. So here's all of these professional people in the video game world dressed up in costumes and stuff, standing on the street um, because of this stupid fog machine. Uh, and everybody oh. feels really bad about it. <laughs> well, but yeah. one of the things is, is everybody like yells, like bring, turn on the fog machine or bring on the so fog. So that's now a thing. Yeah. Started our Windjammers chant again um, during when Dave Lane came on the stage. 
uh, and so on and so forth. It was just a stupid fun event. I saw some good games. I guess this was probably a good segue into this. Yeah. Sure. Um, I saw, I saw a couple decent ones. I think uh, the one that sticks out in my mind most prevalently is probably Dreams. I did actually play that's right it exists it is a game it exists it's coming out eventually so that that's right you so this was a week before spider-man came out you told me about this yes there was literally like lines and lines and lines of people to play spider-man yeah and that happens every year but my because you probably get like a free token or something at the end but it's like you get to play the game for 15 minutes when if you just wait a week you can own the game yeah and i like i've never really understood that but also people do it whatever um so good dreams sorry good yeah dreams. so i like i hopped into dreams and it was super easy i was just wandering around saw the sony booth saw there was dreams and they're like there were a couple developers giving like uh, an info like an informants um of it and we're like sitting up there and like creating things and like messing with a piano roll and like all this stuff um and it was it was neat to watch a little bit but like i was standing next to one of the machines and like one of the ladies was like, hey, do you want to play? And I was like, sure. And so I sat down in a beanbag, uh, which is typically not my favorite way to sit. But I sat down uh, and played a little bit. Uh, they had like eight different little mini demos um, inside the game. So you couldn't mess with the creation tools, but you can play like some of the mini games that like, really limited their thing. devs c- yeah. created. Um, and I mean, they had in there, I tried to play like a couple minutes of each. They were limiting in people like 15 minutes. Um, so I played like a little bit of each. Um, you know, there was like one that was like a flight, like simulator type thing. Um, kind of like an air battle. Mm -hmm. Um, there was like a little 3d platformer. There was a 2d platformer you could play. Like, just, like, a, a good variety of things, um, which was nice. Um, and I, I, I seem, like, I am still reluctant to this game just because, and, and maybe more so now, because I know that it is going to require a, like, super dedicated community yeah. for it to be really good. I feel like it's like a little big planet kind of thing. It is. I mean, it's Media Molecule, yeah, so it's so, the same company. Yeah, and... I feel like there's going to be that core people that love that game and actually go and create stuff and share it to people, but we'll see. We'll see how it goes. I mean, yeah, I mean, I'm pumped for it. I mean, they announced it like eight years ago, I swear. Yeah, it, I think it was probably one of the first times we went and saw like the Sony E3 press conference. So, as a group. Is it, so at least four, four or five. That's yeah. what's crazy. Well, the packs, yeah. Is anything it was else? good. That's about um, it. I mean, I played a little bit of, uh, um, oh God, why am I blanking on the name? Uh, Metal Gear Wolf or Metal Wolf Chaos. That's right. Okay. Sorry. I'm a dumbass. Um, it's like Metal Gear Wolf. What? Is that a new? It, it's, 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 uh, the new, uh, Konami game. It's the new, uh, Plunko machine or whatever it is. Yeah. I don't Konami. know. Plinko. It's a washing machine. It's I'm, a random washing machine. I'm drunk. Um, yeah, and so, like, whatever. That game was going to be stupid and dumb. Um, other than that, I saw a game called Pray for the Gods. And when I say pray, I mean P-R-A-E-Y. 
Um, but like that Latin letter with the A and the E, I don't know. So like a weird way to spell 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 spell. It's I. It's a spiritual successor to Shadow of the Colossus. Um, and they kind of reminded me of like Horizon Zero Dawn. Mm-hmm. Um, except the indie version. And it was neat. Um, so like it's kind of based around oh you like gathering these different tools to like scale large creatures to combat them and stuff. Um, it looked great. I I probably spent like five minutes just walking around in the snow. Mm-hmm. Um, because it was a really good snow effect. Um, and it was it just seemed really interesting. Um, and I'm super excited for that game. I think I wrote, I wrote a little bit more about these things on our website, DriceBellRadio.com. That's right. You did do a whole blog post. I did about do a your, blog uh, post on the games that I saw that I really enjoyed. Nice, some of the ones nice that I'm plug like, there. That's good. Yeah. Some of the ones that I'm like less than like super excited for. Some of that I'm like, like had, interested had, in. You had the like deaf guy one. Okay. So I will get to that here okay, in a second. Sorry. Um, Jump at the gun here. Yeah. So I had, uh, after coming out of it, um, I separated it into three different categories of games that I saw, uh, games I enjoyed the hell out of, games that seemed neat but I needed to see more of, or se- and seriously, what the hell was that? And at the very top of my seriously, what the hell is that, is this game called The Quiet Man. The Quiet Man just released a few days ago. Um, you can go play this game. And by play this game, I mean watch this game because it's like a full FMV video game. Uh, and it's more of like watching a movie. And there there was like a super cool effect of like going in and out of gameplay. Mm-hmm. Uh, but overall, it seemed terrible. The whole premise of the game, and you find this out super early on, so it's not like I'm going to ruin it for you. Um, but about five minutes in, the game goes silent because the main character is deaf. Um, which is kind of a cool concept in its own way, um, but also it seems terrible. Well, it, what being deaf or how they did it in the game? All of the above. Okay. Uh, so I don't know. Um, there was there's this one specific line that before you go deaf, you hear like this guy in an alleyway who's beating up somebody, and you're gonna go beat these guys up or whatever. Um, then he actually says the line, are you stupid or are you really stupid? It's like, what? Who wrote this? Like, seriously. Are you stupid or are you really stupid? <laughs> they uh, just hit a third grade classroom and asked for uh, <laughs> random lines. Uh, and I don't know. it. Whatever. Are you a poopy head or a really poopy head? <laughs> uh, I... I'm going to get this game. I'm going to play through it and I'm probably going to hate it. But also I have to experience it because I came out of Ethan, like not Ethan. Cause it's one, it's one that like stuck with you still. Yeah. I like, I'm dumbfounded by it. I have to experience like, this maybe game. Maybe it's better than what you played at, at PAX. I'm doubting that. Yeah, who knows? Cause you're saying like when people are like, since you're deaf, people try to talk to you and it doesn't like give them subtitles or anything. It's just, you just see people's right. mouth moving. Just- yeah. And I don't know, like uh, one of the ladies I talked to that was manning the booth, said like they were curious to see if or asking the developers to then create a playthrough after you beat it once that has all of the actual audio. Mm. Um and I don't know if that happened or not. 
uh, or if anybody even actually considered that. But I don't know. It was, I think it was like a neat idea, maybe poorly executed. And the demo was like the full game. And uh, Patrick Klepik of Waypoint, like, he, he's the one who kind of played it first and then, like, tweeted out, like, you have to experience this. Um, and so, like, I, like I, I probably would have never even known about it without him. But he talks about this game and he said that when he went to the demo, it seemed like nobody was going. Um, and he stood there uh, and, you know, usually they give you 15, 20 minutes. 15 minutes passes. He's still playing. Finishes the chapter, continues playing. And about an hour later, it's he unlocked an achievement. So, so he was playing the real published part game yeah. um, on the, whatever, this developer's console. Uh, and that is when they realized he had been there for like an hour. When the achievement popped up. Yeah, and then like, like asked him to second. leave. Um, you know, politely, like, oh, I hope you enjoyed the demo or whatever. Get the hell out of here! <laughs> so, uh... Oh, I, it's just, they're like, they, they just yell at him, but don't make sound, like... Right. That's, that's how they... That, yeah. That's really... It was, it was fascinating. Um, and I also played Team Sonic Racing, which was garbage, and they just delayed it because, uh... It was bad then, and it's probably still bad. Yeah, Sonic games minus Sonic Mania, right? Have right? been real bad lately. So, but they've always been bad. So I don't know. That's kind of what my packs lasting uh, impressions were. Like I said, I've like I wrote about a couple more games and stuff in inside, uh, in that blog post. If you want to go uh, find that the last thing posted on there no you posted something a while ago. yeah i posted something that kind of explained why our hiatus happened and ways we were going to change this podcast if you're interested you can read that as well i don't know go ahead i feel like i should read that maybe you should i think i did actually so uh, we talked about it anyway i know because uh i mean we can go over it real quickly uh let's you got to use our other forms of media to get the whole picture to get the whole scoop <laughs> through like little bits of hints on all of our different media platforms so once you get all the puzzle pieces together you email us and then uh we don't just ignore it so that's that yeah oh i haven't checked our email in a long time watch it be like full of people we we want us we want to sponsor your podcast oh no i get those emails so i get like hosting or like sponsorship emails like all the time and and they're all spam. Yeah, they're like, course. oh, you want one thousand listeners per week on your podcast? Yeah, we'll do that. And I'm like, fuck off. No, you won't. Yeah. If you sell your soul, ha ha ha. Um. So yeah. Uh. But let's talk about video games. Like, have you been? I know you've been playing at least some games. Yeah. So I explain them. I haven't really been playing a lot of games this whole year. I mean, because I got like the last like big game I bought till like recently this area. Was God of War in in May? Because I don't think I bought really. Which anything. was solid. Which like, solid game? That, that, and that game held me over for a good month at least. And I actually like I actually booted it up a while ago when the new game plus came out and like and did the difficulty on the Give Me God of War. And gosh, that game still just it's just fantastic. I I I if anyone knows, I played the opening sequence where it ends in like the big boss fight, and 
it's just it was the best way to start any game. I, I know yeah, it was I like it was great. So I didn't get quite as far as you. Like I beat the game, uh, but like I hundred percented it. So I, I, literally, yeah. I literally did everything. I had I did everything. I, could, I did. Game. I think a decent amount of the side stuff, and then like I got to the point where I beat the game. I went and tried like a couple of other areas, mm-hmm. and like was still having issues beating them just for difficulty's sake. I don't know. I remember fighting somebody, losing, and then just kind of thinking, "I think that's it for me." Yeah. Um. So, so I tend to. I don't. I, I don't yeah. think I've, I'll be able to go back. I tend to do that to game. I mean, that's that's what I go for is completion. Usually, like a hundred percent, especially a game like that where like. And I like how they did it because it wasn't like everything just open for you to go right there. It's like it was in like it was tiered. It was in tiers. Yes. So like one, you could do everything you could, and then you have to do the main story, and it's like. I don't know. I'm not gonna. I don't really want to spoil it, but it's all had to do with like a water effect. So water would rise and lower, and mm-hmm. it would unlock areas for you to go to. And I thought that was a really clever way to push the story along, but also not quite just let you loose in the in the world and just lose your mind. Because that's that's like a one big thing about uh, open world games: you can lose your mind doing everything else besides the story mission. Right. And that's and that's kind of what I'm having a problem with the my current the current game I just bought, Red Dead Two. I think that's the, right. That's the next game I bought. It took that long for me to buy a game. What five, four or five months, six months even. And I will give it to you. I feel like the the amount of releases in that time has been super limited. Yeah. I feel like I feel like super underwhelmed by this gaming season so, so far. So between like the summer the summer months between May and September, not much happened. And then a lot of good games released right in a row a couple yeah. spider-man tomb raider um black yeah, ops 4 uh, came out i forget about the tomb raider i game. know and i'm like really those like spider-man and tomb raider games i need to go back and play i might I just have to buy borrow spider-man from you or something mm-hmm. and maybe i'll just red box tomb raider and do, yeah, do something for it that's the thing I, I don't know i just don't have the, the funds to be buying all these games especially because they come out you know, so close together broke tober as they call it so i i passed on spider-man passed on tomb raider because i knew like uh, Red Dead was the game I wanted to buy, so I waited, and then I, I think obviously I wasn't really wanting to buy Black Ops, but like I kind of do now because it looks pretty good. Yeah, no, I think uh, Black Ops looks really solid. Yeah, and from what I've heard, it's it's really well done. It's the best battle royale out there now. Yeah, it's the Fortnite killer. Finally, maybe well, nothing's gonna kill Fortnite. I know, um, except Fortnite itself. It's the PUBG killer, really. Yeah, I think PUBG is about done, and. So we'll see how it goes. But yeah, I haven't played a ton of games until Red Dead just came out. I've got that. I guess it's been what? A week? Week or so? Uh yeah. I think it's been right around a week now. Uh the game's awesome. I'm just gonna throw that out there. So in my mind, game of the year is what I is what I'm thinking about. It's either gonna be between me, between Red Dead and God of War. I think that's yes, um, and I've been thinking about this a lot. I haven't played Red Dead yet. I will. Um, it's just been like a super busy work uh, time for me, but I don't know. Like, so I've been playing Spider Man. Yeah, you can go into Spider Man real quick. If you want yeah, to. and Spider Man is a great game. Um, I am just having a lot of fun with it. I the combat can be a little clunky at times, uh, but it still feels decent. Um, which is a tough thing, I think, for most games. 
Um, I feel like most games I play, the combat just feels bad. Well, and I feel like a game like Spider-Man, where like you're doing a lot of combat, it'll just get mm-hmm. old and repetitive. Kind of. Yeah, and this it kind of tears how you unlock things. Like you can't unlock all of your abilities early. Yeah, like, you actually have to make it to certain points in the story I, and, to unlock like different. And that's uh, that's a like, good progression that they do different that. gadgets basically. Um, and like like said, I think Spider Man has been super solid. Um, I have been enjoying that game a lot. Yeah, I re- I really wanted to play it. I just it just came out at a weird time mm-hmm. when I like knew Red Dead was around the corner, and I was just like, uh, I'll pass on it for now. Yeah, and like uh, some like pr- like things I'll say about that game is like, uh, I think the acting is really good. The story seems good. Um, I've never been like a huge comic book fan or superhero fan, and I still feel like I'm enjoying it. Like what my joke is like when you're swinging around, uh, Peter Parker does like all of these like stupid, like, like jokes. Mm -hmm. Um, and it kind of reminds me of Bubsy. Um, and so like, uh, Bubsy. Yeah. And so every time he says something really dumb, I'm like, Oh, it's Bubsy. Uh, but it, this, this good game hooked me and not only me, like I have a roommate who like will get hooked on a like game and play it for hours and hours and hours, but he would like, he normally doesn't play video games and like Spider-Man did this for him. Um, he's like, he's beat the game. Like he's done the new game plus he started a new character. He's playing through the DLC right now. Um, and like I don't know, there's just something about that game that is super satisfying mm-hmm. in a lot of ways. Um, and I hear the ending is tough, like like just like emotionally, oh, really strong. Okay. Um, and so I'm really excited to see where this game goes. I just got to a really big point in the game. I think I'm like 35 to 40 percent complete. I don't know what that means for story. Um, Cause that counts because I've, that I think done. so. Like I've been doing a lot of the collectibles, so I've got like a lot of the backpacks that you collect, and like a lot of like the landmark things and stuff. Um, and also, I think there's something super satisfying about going through a city that feels like the city it's portraying, mm-hmm. like you, because it's supposed to be New York, yeah, and it feels like New York, uh, and like there's something super satisfying about that no i think i i in some way i did a great job with that game and i yeah. heard nothing but good things from it and i really i want to play it it's just i guess i'll probably just borrow it or something from you when you yeah uh whatever we'll see i mean i gotta maybe thanksgiving christmas time i'll just sit down and just just play games i haven't i just haven't been i haven't really been playing games lately i don't know something about because like I don't think I had new games. Like now that I've read Dead, I really want to sit down and play Red mm-hmm. Dead all day because like I didn't really have a game. So I would like I would get on and play Siege in the evening time for a couple hours, and that was about it. Or I'd jump uh, on. That's, I mean, that's fine. I yeah. think we all go through those phases. Um, I'd say up in up until like Spider Man dropped, I was pretty content with not playing anything. Yeah, I wasn't playing a lot, and I honestly I wasn't playing a lot till Red Dead just now. So. Uh, which I do want to talk about a little more. Oh yeah, no, sorry, so, I don't mean to. No, I mean I, Spider-Man's like, fine. Fuck I mean, Red Dead. Yeah, ooh, ooh. no, Spider-Man came out first, so I figured should give give talk about it, and it looks good, and I've always enjoyed Spider-Man games. I'm yeah, Spider-Man. Um, your friendly neighborhood Spider-Man. Yep, that's the one. 
not the not the dickhead of a Spider-Man. Yeah, fuck this guy. <laughs> so Toby Maguire, Spider-Man. Oh God, and uh, and so okay. Uh, <laughs> I uh, I hate those movies. I think they're terrible. The the, the Toby Maguire ones, yeah, yes. And even the newer ones, I'm like not a big fan of. Like, I think they're okay. Which, whatever. Like which ones with the 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 ones that are tied into the MCU, the Avengers. So the the Spider-Man Homecoming. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm not even sure. I actually even saw that movie. Well, because then they had the ones with Andrew Garfield. They did the two of them there, I think. And those came out just a couple years ago. Huh? <laughs> it was. Are you telling me there's another Spider-Man than the one that's in the Avengers right now? Yeah, there was. It was his, <laughs> Okay, so the the Spider-Man that's in the Avengers right now. Yes. Has he had a solo movie? Yeah, Spider-Man Homecoming, and it came out like the year last year. Yes. Okay, I remember the other ones. They were bad too. So, yeah, we've So in our life like recent lifetime, we've had three Spider-Mans and right. portrayed in the movie. So, well, it's just like the Incredible Hulk. So. Yeah. I guess. Like, well, Technically, Edward Norton is it's supposed to be the same guy in the in the MCU. It Edward Norton was supposed to be in the Avengers, but it opted out of it because he thought it was going to be a flop. Biggest mistake of his career, I think. Oh well, no, he doesn't need the money anyways. But but still, so but they they consider the Hulk with Edward Norton to be canon in the whole MCU, whereas the other Spider-Man movies are not. But a so yeah, and a, and so actually a pro to like the Spider-Man like the game is it acknowledges the Avengers. Yeah. So like the Avengers Tower is in the game. Yeah, and people were saying like maybe in the future Spider-Man games you'll see maybe multiple more Avengers. I mean, maybe maybe an Iron Man will have a cameo or something. In right. The game. And that's the thing is it's like it acknowledges it, but also it doesn't lean on that fact. Yeah. But like. Well, you Spider- do your own thing. Well, I think Spider-Man's a strong enough character where he can do it. He has got enough. I think he is the more, most enemy of like any superhero in that universe. And I think, well, he has the I most think comics. Either that or like Batman. Yeah. yeah I, but I, yeah, well, yeah, I guess Batman is a Marvel. Isn't but yeah, I think, I think Spider-Man, when it comes down to Marvel, has the most enemies. He has the most comics written about him. I think he's like, almost, he's one of the biggest heroes in the Marvel universe. So it makes sense that he can have a game where he can stand on it. And also, so, like, something this game does is it doesn't, like, force-feed you, like, the whole backstory. Like, the, the Spider-Man backstory has been told so many times. I think they just assume it. just ignores it. it. Like, I, think, I think they just assume you know so, it And so, like, point. Uncle Ben yeah. is, like, mentioned in this game, but they don't tell you, oh, he died. Uh, and that's what made you I mean, we've become seen a superhero. It. We've now seen it um, at least two times in the movies. The Tobey Maguire one, and then... Uh, Andrew Garfield did it too. But even like the the Avengers version doesn't like really talk about it at it's, all. It's already at the point where he's living with the aunt. And, yeah. And the Uncle Ben's not a character. Which yeah. I think I, I mean I I appreciate that. We don't need to see the origin story of Spider-Man for the however many times. Because the new Spider-Man Marvel movie and with this game is like he's already Spider-Man. Yeah, they like, don't talk about it like it getting bit by the spider or anything. Like he's already Spider-Man. We're, we're moving on past that point. Which I that's yeah, but also like so this game is is somewhere between that and so when you start the game, Dr. Octavius is still Dr. Octavius. He's not Dr. Octopus. Right. Yeah. He's not uh, a fat man without a shirt on. Aha! <laughs> yeah. But they call him Dr. Octopus, but he only has six arms. He's got four mechanicals and his two. Maybe his legs, I guess, count. 
Yeah, sure, whatever. <laughs> um, and so you you still work for him okay. in this game. So he's not a bad guy, but they still have all the other bad guys. Right. Well, I'm expecting in this game that he becomes a bad guy. I don't know that for sure. I haven't reached that part. No, so I don't know um, either. But, but I'm I expecting know this, it yeah, to I happen. know this game is like Vulture, Electro, uh, Rhino, and all the mm-hmm. guys, and like they're already in the the prison and escape. I think that's the whole point. Well, not yet. But so think, they're in prison right I now. I think that's the they plot, escape though. at some point because right now, so the game starts out really strong, kind of like God of War did, yeah. where it hooks you with a big boss fight right mm-hmm. at the beginning. That's how this game is. So like Fisk Enterprises yeah. is like he, Fisk is like the big bad guy. He's, he's the he, main he, crime Pin. boss. He's yeah. Kingpin. Uh, and the game starts with you battling him. Okay, like right off the bat. Uh, and I think like that was again, like a super strong finish and you can listen back to our podcast and use, and I have said at some point after I played God of War, I said, this is how Spider-Man needs to treat like a superhero game needs to treat like boss fights. And that's what they did. It's just like that. It's so strong. See, and that, and that games needed that. And that's because yeah, God of War just hooked you, hooks you right away. And cause like, the big start of that game was good. You're like, yeah, I'm having a really good time so far. Just kind of exploring. All of a sudden, boom! It just hits you. And you're like, this. That was just. I don't know what just happened. That was amazing. And so, sounds like Spider-Man did that. That's good. Yeah, uh, I have been enjoying the hell out of it. Like I said, I want. Still want to play it. I, mm-hmm. I, I want to play it before we do a game of the year thing. Yeah, I my list is of like games I need to play before game of the year is just growing. Yeah. Well, especially this time right of year, now. it's growing and growing and growing. I mean, I think we're getting past the worst of it. Yeah, and my, it's, my year only gets busier. Yeah, I know this <laughs> is sucks. your busiest time of year, so sleep is not important. Just uh, you're right, and like and like I've been like when I get off of work because I'm getting off work ten thirty home by eleven. Um, that's like I've been trying to sit down and play like an hour mm-hmm. of Spider Man or but something. Sometimes it's just what you got to do. But yeah. Um. In addition to other games I've been playing, but uh, we'll talk about that. Why don't you finish with your Red Dead thoughts? So yeah, Red Dead um, picked it up about a week ago. Right. It's two discs. Just throwing that out there. We're going back to PS1. Right, time. because they have like the game disc and then a data disc, So right? yeah, so there's a data disc and the game disc because there's too much data that, the disc can, that one disc can't hold it all. So a Blu-ray disc can hold 100 gigs of data. Is it's, it a dual, it's, a, it's a dual layer 50 gigs. Oh, I thought it was. Okay. Anyways. Go so ahead. it's two, it's two discs. I think for the PlayStation, I know Xbox, they actually rely more on the, the game disc to have more data on it because they're not Blu-ray discs technically. So for when I installed it, most of the data is on the data disc. And once I got that done, the install was on the game disc and that was about it. So like once I got the data downloaded, which took like, Several hours. It was right. Like, I mean, the data is probably like assets and stuff, and then the game disc is holding the code that yes. keeps it all together. Yeah. So that, that's how it works. So it's just funny. I've never. The I mean, the last game I had multiple discs for was, you know, Final Fantasy on PS One or Metal Gear or something like that. Right. I mean, it's it's been three console generations since we've seen a game with two discs, and just kind of blows my mind about how much stuff and work they put into this game. Where they're like, screw it, we're putting it on two discs, like. So all the game is on one disc, wow. so you don't have to switch the discs out. You know, you don't get the call from Otacon. Snake, it's right. time to switch to disc two now. Right. Um, right. We have we have grown up. What was that? I'm trying to think. There was a game in like the Xbox era that was four discs. 
I like I remember some of my game, friends playing it. Well, I remember Final Fantasy VIII was four discs yeah. on PS One. Um, so that was good. I know. Oh, I know. I actually know what you're talking about, and I can't place it either. But anyways, so yeah, it the download was huge. I think it said you needed like a minimum of 130 gigs free on your PlayStation. It doesn't take that much, but it needs more. Right. Cause well, I think, it always does. Yeah. But I think when I looked on it, it's like 98 gigs of data, but plus on top of what your save data is. Right. So it, it's, it's a substantial amount. And if you are an original PlayStation owner and have not upgraded your hard drive, that is one fifth of your console. Yeah, no, for sure. Cause I, luckily, I luckily I did put a two terabyte in there a couple years ago which I actually have filled since then because I don't delete my games. But I did. I deleted. I deleted Destiny. Bye. Bye, Destiny. Bye, too. Felicia. So, Red Dead. Huge game. Huge expectations. This is probably like the yeah. one of the most hyped games of the year. Easily. I mean, it's been delayed a couple times. It was supposed to come out this time last year. Yeah. And then it was supposed to come out this last February, but now I've been pushed to October. Uh... So right away, game starts. It's beautiful. Mm-hmm. My like, I I'm playing on a standard PlayStation, so no 4K. It's just standard 1080p. I kind of wish I had a Pro yeah, or something, but oh well, I'll get over it because it still looks phenomenal. Like you're, it starts with like you're like in a wagon in the middle of a blizzard, snowstorm, and you're just like this just looks like a real like I'm really in a blizzard in snowstorm, and it looks good. The snow, like you're saying the. Um, that one game, the Shadow Colossus so yeah. spiritual successor, the really snow good. was really good. This game's snow is fantastic. Of course, right away, you sent me a picture of a guy that drew a penis in the snow. Yes. Classic. So yeah, it tracks your <laughs> footprints and not even the point, like I know a lot of games lately do track your snow, footprints in, in the snow and whatnot, but then eventually goes away. This game, I literally walked through the snow, left the area, came back, camped, and woke up, my footprints were still there, just a little more covered. I was like, well, that's like it's it that's pretty good. It's a good touch that this game has, and that's what this game has a lot, is just like really nice touches. So unfortunately for me, I'm comparing it to God of War because it's like kind of a similar style. I would say it's kind of an open world, but has like the main story going. It didn't grab me as well as God of War did in the beginning. It was kind of a slow start. So it's just kind of like, eh. But, I mean, I've gotten past that, and it's a lot of fun. So, I, mean, I haven't done a ton of the story stuff, because, I'm, I'm, like I said, I go and do a mission, and I'm like, oh, I got something to go do here, I can go run up here, I can go hunting here. There's a ton you can do. So, if you like that kind of game, it's, it's going to be the game for you, obviously. Um, even if you just want to do the story, you can just go mainline the story and be fine, because it... That's how you unlock guns and stuff like that. Like right. you can't just buy every gun off the bat, and you won't you won't have enough money to either. So, but I mean, I liked I liked the original, or I shouldn't say the original. I liked Red Dead Redemption. I never played Revolver. Yeah. Um, I liked Red Dead Redemption. Um, quite a bit. Mm-hmm. I never finished it because I was a kid when it came out. It was what two thousand eight. Yeah, or 2010, I think is what it was. So, um, I don't know. I was still I feel in like high it was school. Earlier. I was in high school, so it might have been eight. No, yeah. that's when Fallout Three came out. That's not the. Right it was about that time. I think it was nine or ten around then. Because I re- like I was definitely in high school because uh, I remember nope. playing it. It was in ten because my brother's already graduated. So it probably was your senior year, my junior year of high school. Must have been. So around that time, I don't know. It's been been several years. Yeah, Red Dead. The first Red Dead Redemption was great. And I mean, obviously you go back to that. It's a little dated. Like you said, you, I think you played it or something recently and 
I haven't. I, yeah. I, I want to, but I well, like I was watching what's, videos. What's funny is now out. I want to go back and play Red Dead Redemption after playing this one. Right, because it's after. But also... Well, this is set before Red Dead Redemption. Right. It's 12 years before. Because, right. um, so, like, John Marson is still, like, in the gang. Yeah, he's in the gang. He's younger. Um, the, His son Jack's, like, five years old. Right. And so it's kind of it's kind of an interesting to get the young John. Like, one of the first missions you do in the game is rescue him from wolves. And that's where he gets the scars across his face because the wolf like attacked him. And I don't know. I just thought it was a nice touch. And like he still has the gruff, hey, John Merst, and, like whatever his right. talk is. It's good. It's actually a different voice actor, I believe, but he does a pretty good job. Uh, so yeah, like I want to go back and play the original because like the first Red Dead, you're going down and hunting and killing these people that are in this game that you're playing with, which mm-hmm. is the weird thing. I don't remember all of them like i remember like bill williamson is like the first guy you kill in red dead yeah he's in this one um obviously dutch vanderland right so but it makes me wonder what's going to happen to arthur the character you play as arthur yeah. morgan right i think he's gonna die at the end of this game i mean i mean he's not in the the next game yeah so <laughs> so i think i think he's gonna die that's just my guess i'm really not that far in the story i think total i'm like 30 percent through the game but i've done all, all the side stuff i almost possibly can at this point so I haven't even hit the other, like the, so they actually have the original map in this game from the first Red Dead mm-hmm. plus where you're at now. So like you're, so the start of the game is you try to rob something in Blackwater, which is like the main city in, in the, the first like, Red Dead. And yeah. so you're wanted dead or alive there in Blackwater and that whole area. So you're like, you're trying to escape. That's what the plot is. You're like the beginning is you're trying to escape from this thing. Cause it's a job that went wrong. You got set up somehow and I don't know. So that's how it starts. Cool. So story's good so far. Uh, fun missions. I mean, who doesn't want to be a cowboy? It's. It, I want to be a cowboy. No, it's good. It's hard though. It's it's early on. So like like of course they do like the first Red Dead where you have like the good or bad meter and like the stuff you do like will affect it. If you go bad early on, you will get killed so much. <laughs> I I always have a hard time going bad. Like, I, I, like see, I'm 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 like almost I'm trying to be as good as I possibly can. And you told me to loot this guy a second one. I did before yeah. we set up here, and my meter went down like a good chunk because I looted a guy who, just, who drank himself to death. And I knew I knew he was dead, but I knew he wasn't going to know. I know. I kind of I kind of like I'm like who who saw me do this? Like right. But whatever, that's the thing. So like you have that to work worry about, and of course stuff you're going to do is going to make you be bad. Like you're you're an outlaw. It's just kind of what's going to happen. So, like, I try to be as good as possible until you have the mission where you go and shoot the whole town because stuff like that happens. And you're like, well, I'm wanted for $300 and I only have right. 60 Right. So, because money, yeah, money is like 10 cents is like $10 in today's money or something. So, yeah. I or mean, more even. So, good like that. The crafting is very, uh, almost too much for me, actually, to be honest. Yeah. Because I haven't been able to craft anything yet. That's a bummer. Yeah. Like, I'm like, I love getting, I love crafting and going and getting resources and stuff like that in games. And I've literally got nothing so far. I mean, you saw me drop off that bison pelt that I had. And like, that was like one of three things that I needed to get. And that was a legendary bison that I like stumbled upon. I'm like, oh, I need to kill that kind of thing. So the crafting is all done by legendary or like perfect uh, animals that you got to hunt and kill. And what's actually interesting is, so you have to study the animals and like learn about them. And once you do that, you can see what like what level they are. There's like one to three stars. The three stars are the perfect ones. And actually, if you use the wrong weapon, you'll demote them. 
So like I saw I saw like a perfect rabbit once. Right, because you damaged the palate. And then I actually shot it with a shotgun and it just went to poor condition. I'm like, well, there goes that. So when you hunt, you gotta be smart. So like the bow is like a good way to do it, because there's like you can get like the small game arrow so it doesn't like ruin the squirrels and stuff like that or rabbits. Um I just bought the Varmint twenty two rifle. So far I think that's works the best for me because it doesn't mess with all of them. But and then you obviously got to move your weapons up when you're going up to to wolves and deer and elk and moose and yeah. stuff like that. I mean, a bison took a shot at my sniper into the face and didn't die. So I was like, well, okay. Then I just kept shooting it and I died. Good. Yeah. Game's fun. I'm I'm excited to keep playing it. I just keep getting I just keep distracting myself. Like I'll go sit down and play poker for three hours. And I realized, I'm like, what did I just do? That was that was my problem in the original. Yeah, like I literally sat down and played poker and won ten dollars. Poker and then like uh, whatever five finger was the fillet. F- the fillet that's back in this. Uh, they have poker, blackjack, dominoes, five finger fillet. Um, I think that's about they have for the gambling. So good. It's good. It's fun. I'll sit down and play it for like way too long and not make any money. Whatever. It's like a, um, I bet there's gonna be like a high stakes one somewhere in oh, the probably. in the big. I haven't even gotten to like the big city yet in the game. This so. is the Gwent. Like, this is totally you. You're gonna spend more time on the poker than you are. Well, the that's what game. I totally did in The Witcher. Was I played a lot of Gwent. <laughs> played a lot of Gwent. I played a lot of Gwent. So yeah, Red Dead Two is awesome. I'm really looking forward to play it more. Uh, a couple other things I wanted to mention. So, it you have to bathe in the game. Because mm-hmm. if you don't, it actually affects people around you. Like life. Yeah. They're like, which is a really good lesson for people playing video games. Yeah. Like, go bathe. Go bathe yourself. <laughs> Please. And pay, Please the 50, pay the 50 cent deluxe one to have a woman come in there and bathe you for you. That's a thing. That's great. It's kind of weird. You know, so fighting game tournaments have started mm-hmm. to initiate rules yeah. about bathing. Uh huh. Isn't that wonderful? Well, yeah. We it's live like, in such a good world. You can't even like live, like, bathe yourself. So yeah, you gotta bathe yourself because then people like treat you differently. Like, oh, like he smells bad. And like, back to what I was saying with like the good and bad meter. If you're good, you get like discounts in stores. People come up and like give you like tips for stuff. And if you're bad, people like obviously will like threaten you to a duel in the street. Which dueling in this game is super hard. Yeah, it's taking me like eight tries every time I try to duel someone like on a mission when it requires you to do it. I'm like, I'm like ready to draw, and then I'm just like dead. I'm like, ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's tough. So it's the best. There's a lot of little things like that that really give this game a lot of character. Um, bathing like that, you can shave. There's a dynamic beard growth in the game. Mm-hmm. So obviously, like, I think, and I think it goes to hygiene as well if you don't shave. So, I mean, the longest I've had it was four out of ten. It was like at least a couple inches off his chins. I'm wondering what ten to beard ten was probably be like down to his chest or something. Your hair grows. So you like need to get a haircut. Yeah, you got to eat because you'll like you can be underweight and then. Uh, like starve and stuff like that. Like you have food, you have um, to eat food. You have to do stuff to keep your stamina up. Same with your horse. You got to feed your horse, keep your your horse clean. How much does this affect like the overall gameplay? Like, so every, like when you do that, it affects like, so if you don't eat, I generally hate systems management like that, but so it gets better the more you play. Cause then like you get higher level and doesn't go down as fast. So how it works, like you have your health bar or stamina bar or dead eye bar, and then you have a core. So, if you drain, if your health, if you get hurt, if your core is like full, it'll drain the core to charge your health. So when your core is empty for health or low, gets you get hungry. You got to eat food to fill your core so you can keep healing. Or like same with the stamina hmm. or dead eye, 
and it works for the horse. The horse has health and a stamina bar as well. And when those get low, you got to feed them. Otherwise, if the horses, they'll stop, like they'll not perform as well and stuff like that. So like to be the best you can be, you got to eat, you got to provision yourself and do stuff like that. I don't know, stuff like that. It's, it's honestly like it doesn't require you to eat enough because I'm, my guy's underweight the whole mm-hmm. time. I've never like, never been like, I like started the game at average, but like since like after I got started, I've always been underweight. So like I don't eat unless I need to, which is usually not a lot because I'm usually off and on one thing and I come back to camp and eat the stew there and then I'm good for the day. Right. Um, so yeah, there's that. One, one bowl of stew is all you need. Yeah. Well, I've yeah, upgraded. It's like the old saying, one bowl of stew keeps the doctor away. Uh, that's what they, exactly what they say. And I've already like, cause you, then you can upgrade your camp. So that's like another thing is you have your currency and then your campus currency that you can donate to or donate items. You pick off guys and then you can upgrade stuff. Like you can, you have a, you have an ammo cart that you, you upgrade, you get better ammo out of and a medicine cart and then provisions. So like you can upgrade the provisions. So the stew gives you better benefits. Like it'll really overcharge your health core or your dead eye core and stuff like that. So, I mean, if you take the time to upgrade your camp, you'll be really well off, which I, I've been doing because like every time I loot an enemy, like after I get through a firefight, I just donate that stuff to the camp because then it gives them money, mm-hmm. which in turn helps you. So, right. Yeah. It's communism. Collectivism. Okay. Yes. You're outlaws, man. You're a family. You're a family. You're technically, that's what they can It takes a village. Yeah. I don't know. So it's kind of cool. I I kind of wish the gang thing was a little more. Like I wish you could go, like can like go find people to recruit and stuff like that, and like make and grow your gang in size. Now uh, maybe I should pay attention more. Is there multiplayer in this? Not yet. Not yet because they they talked about like battle royale mode at one point, right? Uh, I think they did. Because uh, I think on the back of the case it says since you bought the game, you're eligible to play the multiplayer beta that's coming out soon. So they said the beta was probably going to drop a month after. Okay. After launch, and I'm assuming it's going to be very similar to what Red Dead's first online was and GTA Online, a very similar thing. They already announced that it's going to be 32 people in a server, okay, which is just a skosh above what GTA Online had. Uh, So I'm assuming you can build with your friends, like become a crew, become outlaws, and rob banks and trains and stuff like that. Have fun. I mean, uh, that's what I'm looking Mm -hmm. forward to. Yeah. And that's what that's what keeps these games alive for so long is like for they sure. make a great well they're and it's following the standard rock star it's yeah. like all right we're gonna release the game now we're gonna release the multiplayer in a year we're gonna release it on PC yeah then we're gonna release the multiplayer for that yeah <laughs> and, it's, they have like a, a good five year plan going so uh I'm excited to keep going. five years of a hundred hours per week so uh yes. I think now's a good time to take a break. We'll take a break uh, real quickly and we'll be right back. All right. So in terms of let's, you have a game you want to talk about, but let's, uh, I'm going to talk we, for We a can segue. We can change yeah. it a little bit. Let's have um, you talk. I've been talking Actually, so we were talking, we made the offhand joke about the, uh, whatever, 100-hour weeks. Yeah, Red Dead. Um, or Rockstar. I just want to say a piece on that, because that ain't cool. Um, like, the idea of making your workers work that much, 
I think is a very uh a not only a bad thing to do, but very indicative of like the game development culture. Um and I'm curious to see if this is the straw that breaks the camel's back um and maybe puts in some kind of regulation about that just because like it's not healthy um and also fairly recently like the whole telltale stuff happened mm-hmm. um and so it's very obvious that being a game developer um is dangerous um well and and that that's not great. I feel like they were still like cuz I I was actually surprised this game did not get delayed again and because they did these 100 hour work weeks is is why it didn't yeah and like they're putting they're trying to squeeze weeks to months worth of work in well and so somebody from the development team came out and said like like a month ago or something uh the heads came to him and were like uh we want our uh like all the cinematics to be a different ratio like into different aspect ratio uh, to make it look more cinematic. Mm-hmm. So you have more black, black bars oh, and on the actually, top and bottom. You actually can do that when you're just riding around. You can just hold the touchpad or something yes. to go into a cinematic camera, which is kind of cool, actually. Yeah, but, but uh, you know, you're a month away from releasing your game and you have all of these things done mm-hmm. and then they come back and say, oh, you have to do this again. And it's not just like oh, you can just enter a code that does it. You have to redesign every single cinematic and re-render the entire and, game yeah. to do that, and that's like uh, probably part of this. Um, and that's a bummer. Uh, and just like the, if if it's going to be an issue, either delay the game or don't do it. Yeah, like I'm, I because I even told told you I'm like I bet Red Dead's going to get delayed one more time. It did not. Yeah, um, and and like on the backs of the people who honestly are probably barely even making it by, like in life in general, um, making them work that much just isn't really a great solution. And I don't know, it's it's really tough, um, you know, like to work in an industry like that that you know like and have a family yeah i mean considering like they were you know working 20 hours a day and so they would come yeah. back they come back probably like from you work. sleep in the office yeah or right? you come back you go home and then keep working at home or something and that's like that's not great uh but it did save toy story too yeah but whatever <laughs> like that's not okay you know, that, you know that story right uh either way uh like and I don't know. It, it's really interesting to see like the outlet or like the backlash after the fact. Yeah. Because well, like people are like, so does this mean we shouldn't buy Red Dead and like all these things? Because obviously the workers are being held basically captive. And like, and then you have people like at the like the heads of the studio coming out and being like, oh, like we weren't making our employees do this. They wanted to. No. They said that. Uh, that, that was one thing I saw. I was like, we weren't forcing them to do it. They were just doing it. They were just doing it because, uh, quote unquote, volunteering to do this. But also, if your studio is built on the on this culture that the people who are super dedicated and are willing to put in like 100-hour weeks 
uh, are the ones that are going to, I don't know, get asked to do the next game or have their contract renewed or get some kind of bonus, yeah. then obviously people are going to do it because that's how you make it. Uh, and that's just not an okay way to handle that. Um, and, and I don't know, like it's the same culture that ties like video game bonuses to Metacritic scores and stuff. It's just super hostile and not okay. Um, and I mentioned Telltale and Telltale, like it's a whole nother can of worms, but also like speaking about that, like Telltale is a really interesting story because, you know, Telltale was a studio for like 10 years before they made it big, before they made, uh, I believe the first Walking Dead, uh, was their, their, their first, first big game was Wolf Among Us. Yeah, but, but I think uh, they're like big breakout. Was okay, like, well, because I, I, I first re- remember uh, uh, Telltale from Wolf Among Us, and then like months later came out Walking Dead, and that's yeah. where they really did take off. And, and actually, I, people were mad that they never made another Wolf Among Us because people were like, that was still their best game. Yeah, and but, whatever. But The Walking like, Dead sells, but not currently because the show is tanking. Yeah, well, and, uh, so <laughs> it's probably tanking because at the beginning of the season, they're like, oh, we're going to lose this character. Yeah. And how stupid We're going to lose that? our main character. Like, why would you tell anybody that? Yeah. Why don't we make it a surprise? Yeah. Um, but anyways, uh, you know, and so what happened with Telltale was they grew way too fast. They started pushing out way too many games, well, way too I, quickly. So, so I was wondering, like, it was like Walking Dead. Also, I was like, Walking Dead, Tales of the Borderlands, Game of Thrones, You know, they there for like, a while. They had, like, every single license known to man. Yeah, I'm like, I'm like, they're... I'm not, that's what I'm saying. I'm like, you don't literally have enough time to play all these Telltale games. Yeah. And uh, uh, and these stories of bad management had been there for years. Um, and finally, it just hit the tipping point. You know, they had a bunch of layoffs earlier in the year. Um, and then they had this mass, like, 250-person layoff. Mm-hmm. Uh, and... Then, like, came out and had the balls to say, oh, we're going to keep a a small amount of people to finish the games that we already had in the pipeline, and then to lay them off a week later. Yeah, and then like, and then completely like, close the studio. It's like... And, like, like, I don't know. There's something about, like, people are saying the management of this should never work in the games industry again, and I have to agree, because, frankly, they're unfit to do anything. Uh, of this caliber and th- there are stories about people who relocated to the bay area a week before telltale shut down to work there to work there yeah and then got laid off without severance or warning well they and they filed there's so many lawsuits against telltale now and they should well yeah i mean uh, uh they should everybody there should be owed money uh, and you know, like there was a big rallying cry from like other game developers. They're like, "Oh, we have all these openings. Come apply and all this stuff." Um, but the fact of the matter is, there's still hundreds of people who have not found other jobs, and finding other jobs means relocating their family, their lives, everything. Yeah, like I mean, to go this sucks. Like to go work at like Ubisoft in New York or Montreal or. Bioware somewhere. And if you're somebody who is a low-paid game developer, uh, 
who is now all of a sudden not getting a paycheck. Yeah, you, know, you can't probably uh, afford you to can't go. just up and move. Yeah. Like that stuff costs money. Yeah, getting a house or apartment or something. It's and move literally moving across the country would be so expensive today. Cause you can't just you can't just fly. You got you got you got to drive I mean, everything. Uh, like what? You sell all your stuff. I guess yeah. Uh, jump in a car with your kids, and hope to make it across the country. That's why the Wild West was where it was at. <laughs> right. You just get on your horse and ride away. I feel like that really appeals to you, doesn't it? No, being away <laughs> from society appeals to me. Um, because just. Sorry, do I just no back. To and I also Dead. don't like horses. Back to Red Dead. It's just when when Matt came over here before we were setting up, I was playing a little bit, and I just see this drunk guy next to a fire, and Matt's just like, "That'd be me. Yeah, I'd be that drunk guy in the middle <laughs> of the wilderness drinking next to a fire. Yeah, that would be me. Um, I don't know. The simple times of uh, the Wild West. Yeah. Uh, let let the guns do the talking. Shoot first, ask later. Yeehaw. Yeehaw. Um, yeah. Uh, so a couple of big tragedies in the gaming world, uh, in my opinion, have been the last couple of stories like this. Um, worker protection. It's just something that we don't have. And maybe, maybe this is, uh, if this continues, this is the straw that, you know, make, breaks the camel's back and makes that happen. Well, I mean... The, the the shitty deal like layoffs happen stuff like that but like you can't just do it without warning you can't severance like do it without a severance or something like if you I mean most normal jobs like you're like hey we gotta lay you off I mean you have two weeks here still mm-hmm. um, we'll pay you for uh, time and a half for like four months because for your severance to right. get you a new job I mean if if that's how they handled this it would be a completely be, different story it'd be like okay Telltale just shut down its workers are off they're off on their own. They got four to six months, maybe a year, to find a new job. Yeah, but, but that is not the way this happened. No, they they showed up to the doors chained, essentially. And right- well, they got called into a meeting. So, uh, like, the really shitty stories behind it was, like, the owners are, and management team had a meeting in the evening uh, and decided all of this. One person at HR had to sit down that entire night and print out all of these packets about like what this all means. Um, and then they had a like studio wide meeting and told them there that all of this was happening. And that was it. Nobody could come back the next day. And it's like, come on. Like you can't honestly believe that's the way the world works. Can you? I mean, no. I mean, people okay. Like people get laid off and stuff all from works all the time. Things happen, but the way that happened was just insane. It was not handled the way it should have been. Like if the studio's gone under, like I said, like you give everyone a ample head notice. Like, hey, you, it looks like we're like this is going to be the end for us. We're pulling all of our money to pay you guys out for last for a few more months. Start looking for new jobs. We're sorry. We'll be your reference. Yeah. I don't know. It's really wild. And I think the biggest, uh, like the biggest thing to come out of it for like, and I feel for them, for someone who's looking for a job and has been (laughs) for months. It's tough. It is tough. I did not think it was going to be this hard. Yeah. Nobody does. I've gotten one. I had one interview interview though. So that's like, that's great. Fingers crossed. Uh, Progress. It's tough. It is tough. Like, so 
Um, so you guys need to support this radio show so we don't have to work. <laughs> right. Donate uh, to our Patreon, right? I'm just kidding. I um, think I think the lesson that came out of this for me is like a worker um, was, and I can't remember, it was like one of the narrative designers or something that like posted this on Twitter. It's like, uh, don't let the company you're working for pretend that if you put in all these long hours and stay for unpaid overtime and all of this stuff, uh, don't let that be like, oh, you are saving and helping this company because in the end, it's a corporation. Yeah. They don't care about you. Yeah. It's just, it, I find it weird. Like, cause I think the game world for working is so different than other like things I'm used to. I guess it's like, I guess you can consider like being an electrician or something. Like when you contract yourself out no, I, to a company, I totally understand. And I think you could, cause you do that too. This, with, like, is, sound. this is literally my life. You like, contract yourself out. So you're not guaranteed to keep working there, but so you got to like prove that you're a good worker, but what's, where's the line where like you guys are, you're taking, you're just abusing me. And I think, and that's why like, and maybe that's why I feel so strongly about it. Because I've worked in so many fields, yeah. That because I, like, I don't quite understand the whole. Because I've never been like a contract worker. I've every job I've worked, I've been, you know, I show up there, work for six to eight hours. Right, or, you're an employee, an employee with a set schedule, and like all this stuff. Yeah, like, I've never had a job where like, okay, you're gonna work for three months with us, and then and then you're gone, and then you're done. We're done with our job mm-hmm. or something. You're done, and then if we have something else, maybe we'll let you know, kind of thing. And which is like the entirety of my life. And so maybe that is why I feel so strongly about this. Because, uh, yeah, I, I, you have a little more emotions. Like, I, I agree. It sucks. It was terrible how these people were treated. But I guess I just don't really understand. It's, it's a weird thing. And the, the fact that every company, um, I can't say that, but every, like, in the field of, like, music or, like, theater or all of this stuff that I've worked in, uh, you can be let go at any moment notice they don't have to provide a reason. Uh, it can just happen, especially when you're living in a state like Idaho. Um, like it, it can just happen. Right to they, work. Yeah. They don't have to give you a reason of why they're letting you go. They can just do it. That's super scary. Um, I mean, especially yes. when you don't have a safety net Yeah, because you don't make enough to like to save, actually do to that save or something. I, I don't think that honestly, I don't think it happens a ton in this area. I know it happens, I'm sure. Oh, it happens all the time. Okay, I just don't know. Uh it it happens all of the time. So okay. <laughs> I'm just gonna leave it drop it there because I don't I guess I don't really It's it's crazy. I think I, I think you're around it more with your line of work where people like will just jump onto a job and then all of a sudden They're, they're just like, Oh, well, we overestimated the need. Yeah. Uh goodbye. It's like, and it's like, okay, I just, I, and like, I just gave up and I would like, okay. So for example, like, uh, several friends of mine, uh, over on the, like throughout the United States, um, not only musicians, but actors, uh, dropped everything they could, uh, or everything they were offered to play, uh, the bat out of hell, the musical which I guess is running in Toronto right now. It's, it's based on the meatloaf albums. Oh, um, and I guess it was in London earlier and it like was pretty successful and everything. And they went to Toronto and they were supposed to go out on a national tour. As of today, every single date is canceled. Oh, uh, 
and listening to like actors who dropped auditions or turned down other roles to do this tour, their lives are like, what the fuck do I do now? Um, and I've got friends who were supposed to tour with the show. Uh, and it's like, they're out of work. Mm, They now go home and hope that something turns up. Um, and it just happens to be like this producer should also never work again because it happens to be the same person who flubbed the, uh, what was it? It was the, uh, Jesus Christ superstar tour a couple of years ago. The same exact thing happened. Um, and so this producer should never work again, but games, video games, video games. Uh, it's just like everything. So before I get into things, how's your Halloween? Oh, thank you for asking. I worked. Oh. Um, how was... So, yes, Halloween just happened. We just, uh, <laughs> we are two days away from... Like, Halloween was two days ago. Yeah. Um, Matt did something kind of cool for his class. Okay, so let me kind explain this. Cool, so, right? like, I, I mentioned... I haven't heard about this. I wonder... I mentioned at the start of the podcast, I, I teach a class at our local university. Um... So I'm adjunct faculty, whatever the hell that means. It means I'm underpaid. It could be laid uh, off at any time. Any, uh, yes, <laughs> actually, it is in my contract that they can lay me off at any time. Um, so well, at least you get to finish out the school year, probably, right? No, at any time they can send me an email right now, and I won't be back uh, next week. Really? Yes. Oh, okay, that'd be kind of weird. Yes, yeah, sorry, st- sorry, students. Sorry, <laughs> Your students. Gone. Nobody cares. Nobody cares, um, nobody about, cares about you. Uh, anyways. So it's just Mr. Krabs. I like money. I like money. That is our society. Uh, so we for Halloween. Uh, you had a class. On I had Halloween. a class on Halloween. It it's an evening class. Um, or a borderline. Just what starts at four thirty. Four thirty right? five forty five. Um, and I knew that like okay, I'm only gonna have a few people show up anyways because it's Halloween. I don't want to make them. If they wanted to show up, we were going to do a seance. Um, so apparently the building we're in is haunted. Um, and so the point of it is, so I teach like audio. And so the point of it is we're going to record the whole thing, try to find anything in the audio track afterwards, um, apply different effects and all this stuff, see if we can find anything. Uh, so we we attempted the seance. Uh, I'll be honest, I've never done a seance before. Um, like you all get in a circle and on a table and like we all got in a circle. Spirits of the undead, can you hear me? Basically, yes. Oh, you did. Okay. Yeah. See, I, I was bummed. So, so he told me he was going to do this, and I was under the impression that he was going to do it like in the nighttime. Oh no. And and then all of a sudden, like, so I'm like out doing something that day, and he's like, "Oh yeah, my class is at 4:30." I'm like, "Well, <laughs> guess I'm not doing it." <laughs> I mean, you could have come. I know. Uh, I was I was out in like Star. Oh. So like I wouldn't have been able to do. Yeah, but anyway, so we we performed the séance. Uh, I am not a trained medium. I don't have a lot of experiences in séances. Uh, did you watch some YouTube videos? I'm or not something? a psychic. I did. I watched some YouTube videos. Followed some tutorials. Blah blah blah. Tried to prepare as much as I could. Did you bust out the Ouija board? No. Good. Uh, no That's- Ouija board. I I thought about it. But- Keep the demons where they belong. Well, and I had a Bible with me just in case. Uh, but did, anyway, did you get the local priest to bless some water for you too. No, no, that was only like in the event that like oh, it really went wrong. <laughs> um, Stuff starts floating and flying off the shelves. That would have been great. Uh, nothing happened. 
we did not contact anything. I listened to the audio track back. Like we, we found like in a little area that we might like kind of heard something, mm-hmm. but I think it was all artificially created by the effects that I was running through it. Whatever. Um, but it was Halloween. Whatever. It was just something. It was stupid. interesting. How many students came to that? Like, I had like six or something. So how big is your class? 18. Oh, so like a third of the people. Yeah, it wasn't a ton. And I like, I told them it wasn't, wasn't mandatory. I'm not going to make you come do a seance. Yeah. So it was just kids that wanted to come for fun. Yeah. That's kind of fun. I mean, that's cool. I wish I, it was interesting. I wish I, you were one of my teachers. Yeah. Right. Cause knowing my, knowing one of my professors, but you have an exam on Halloween day. You have to be here. I know. And there, there is actually a class in the department after mine, like, and I heard that they had to be there. Like at after five o'clock yes. or something. And I'm like, that's just crappy, man. I know. I, I, I would be the I same I don't want to be there either. Like, yeah, I'm like, I'm like, I have things to do. I'm going to have some fun. Um, but yeah, I, uh, after that, I ended up working anyways. I mean, In the other haunted place. though. I don't think it's haunted. Uh, probably. So. Some stagehand die there at some point. I don't think so. Haunts it. I don't think there's ever Ooh. been someone who's died. But anyways... uh. Uh, the math building is supposedly haunted, but maybe that's my next seance point. Uh, I don't know. That was about it. Uh, there. Okay, so there was another haunting I heard about, uh, but it was like an animal, like a haunted squirrel or something in like one of the buildings. What? I don't know. I read about it But do you somewhere. hear like some scratching or something? I don't know. I heard it. I heard about it. I yeah, think I read I mean, about it somewhere. There's going to be stories with as old as Boise State can be, I think, what is built in the it's- 30s. Uh, At least I know the admin I math and right. little little uh, liberal arts or something. We're like when it was Boise Junior College back then. Um, well, uh, it was originally a Baptist college. Really? Oh, yeah. So I'm, I mean, the the three main buildings are admissions, math, and li- language arts are original buildings to the campus built in like the 30s. Yeah. Uh, so I mean, old apart. brick, old stuff like that. Like, uh, so of course there's stories of hauntings and. Well, my the building I teach in is the it's the original, uh, original student, student union, union building. building, and that was it in the fifties. Yeah, and the, I guess the story goes is that there was a dance, uh, yeah, and a girl got stood up for it, so she went into the bathroom and hung herself. Yeah, so yeah, went to a dance. Um, uh, there's no actual reports of this. Um, I thought there was. I thought okay, it's like this. Yeah, the story. I, my communications teacher told me when I had a class in in the room that it was like. The dance hall. Oh, whatever. Whatever. So she's like, yeah, like she's, she showed up. The guy was dancing with another girl, goes to the bathroom, which is someone's office now, and hung herself. And yeah. And then apparently, like, people have like heard piano being played in the building when there's no piano in there. Oh, wow. so hold on. There's, there's a reason about that. So I have a professor that I teach with mm-hmm. uh, who has a keyboard in his office. Oh. And sometimes when the lights go out or like the like power dies, it's not a powered keyboard. It's like a pump. It's basically a pump organ. Oh. And he'll sit up there and play it. Oh, just to mess with people? Okay. Um, but anyways. Uh, That's I, funny. I don't need to give up all the secrets, I guess. So, uh, well, then there's also like the, the office that was the bathroom. Like has like they don't do it anymore. But like when I was a freshman and I was like interested in this thing, they always had the window open because she liked the window open it's like it was always the window office window on that corner you know why that window's open hmm. because the dude who has that office feeds squirrels yeah 
he keeps nuts. He put puts nuts out there so the squirrels can come up and eat them and run away. There you go. Uh, I'm ruining everything. Uh, yeah, you are. You're, uh, yeah, you're going to watch Matt and I do ghost hunts, and I'm going to be like, all right, the legend is this. Matt's like, well, it's just a guy that sits in a room. <laughs> it's just there, you know. <laughs> Boom. Our new uh, series. Let's talk about No Nut November. Uh, have you heard about this? No. Okay, so No Nut November is... I don't know where this started, but it's a Reddit thing. Uh, and for the month of November, you're not supposed to nut. Oh, my God. Okay. Right. And so now it all makes sense. But uh, so it goes with the whole, like, I guess, what, No Shave November, Movember, all that. Yeah. Uh, Which I am, by the way, sporting a pretty oh, it's so good mustache here. Yeah. So uh, first time I've ever had a mustache, just plain mustache. So let me, let me, so I don't, like. The only reason I bring this up is because Burger King acknowledged No Nut November with a tweet yesterday. Oh, no. And the tweet uh, was like, you know how they have like those like conversations between two people and it'll say like me and then them. So uh, it was like me uh, dot dot dot. It's only a month. Next line. Waifu dot dot dot. Smiley face or like crying face. Waifu? Yes. Oh my God! How do you? Okay, we're gonna have a talk after this. I'm I, I'm not in the whole Reddit sphere like you are. Sometimes well, this isn't just a Reddit. Okay, it probably is. It probably is. Um. Anyways, let's let's talk about more video games. Okay. Uh, so, like I said, I had a pretty good stint of not playing games. Of course, this time of year that where games are coming out. So obviously, you talked about Red Dead quite heavily. Um. Probably could still go on about things, but I'm gonna move on. So, the next big game I'm really I was really looking forward to, which was announced around E3 time, was Fallout 76. I love the Fallout games. I was really upset with Fallout 4. Yes, game of the year. Um, so I was really hoping for like a new Fallout game, and like what they showed off at the beginning, and what I've seen since. Honestly, I think till like a week ago when I actually pre-ordered it, looked pretty good. I was like, you know, what? it looks like a good game. It actually looks like a fun Fallout game. The fact that I can do it with my friends is kind of cool because I was looking for like a fun survival style building game to do like with friends. Like I know I'm sure I've mentioned it before. So there's like State of Decay and stuff like that. But like, yeah, with, I mean, I've been interested in Fallout 76 as well. So, I think like it sounds great. Yeah. So then, so, you know, Bethesda is stepping up and, you know, going back because uh, for Fallout 76, I mean, survival games are not the, the crazy like they were like two years ago. It's all battle royales now because like fall, survival yes. games were the thing. But now, whatever. So they're still sticking with it. And they actually, what's funny is they actually started production on this game before Fallout 4. Which mm-hmm. I thought was interesting. They just needed to work, to work on it longer because they had to figure out the online stuff. Right. So they, were, so they made Fallout 4 and then make, continue with this game. So how they're, so I, since I pre-ordered it, I got access to their beta. And the beta opened on the 23rd for Xbox. 23rd, they had a, and it's weird how they're doing the beta. They don't just open it. It's like for like a set certain time period. Mm-hmm. And I think because people are complaining about it, but I think it's smart because like they're testing each a something individual during that period. And then they'll, they'll figure out what they need to do, fix it. And then the next period, they'll try to test right. something else. Right. I think it's actually a good way to start a beta, like a good way to do a beta. Like when they're like, okay, we think these will be the issues. Let's see how it plays with actual people. Mm-hmm. Instead of just like letting it go wild and... Who knows what will happen? It's a Bethesda game. There's just going to be some bugs. There's going to be bugs everywhere. It's yes. just what happens. Um, so yeah, 
game dropped for Xbox for the beta, and there's a lot of negative stuff. But look, but a lot of the people are playing on Xbox Ones, not the not an X. Apparently, people playing on Xbox One X, the game like worked really well. But for the Xbox One, just because it's not, it's powerful. It's yeah, it's it's the least powerful console, and especially compared to a PC, it's like decades behind. Not decades, but um, it's a couple years behind of what like a average gaming PC would be today. I still think my PC is stronger than Xbox One. Probably. Probably. So, so yeah. I mean, people complain about it. Oh, well. I still looked at fun. And so finally, the 30th was the big day for PC. And had it preloaded. Had it ready to go. Going on. And then a, the biggest glitch I've ever seen happen. Once the thing hit zero, it deleted everyone's yes. stuff. And everyone had to re-download the game. Yep. And so... I think people that did not have their window open, the launcher open, were able to get in because it didn't delete their stuff. But everyone like me and all my friends who were going to play were sitting waiting and watched that countdown until it hit zero and deleted everything that we downloaded. Yes. So I spent the rest of the, the night because that, that beta was supposed to go from five to nine o'clock. So a four hour window. I literally spent, well, I didn't even get the download done in that time because so many people were on the download. I was literally getting like, maybe a meg a second of download and it was taking like eight hours so i was like well red dead it is so right. i just sat playing red dead the whole time which is fine yeah which is fine i was fine with it whatever so to compensate for that yesterday was the next beta period it was supposed to be from noon to four i think but they put it from noon to nine so they actually added the whatever four or five hours that people didn't get into and put it all on yesterday so i got to sit down with the game for i think i got off about seven thirty. so i about seven and a half hours on the beta. Okay. Which is a, a pretty substantial yes. amount of time. Like, that was a, is a pretty good time. I had a ton of fun. Good. Like, the game, for me, like, my PC's not, nothing great. I actually had it on high. High quality. Um, I think some things were on ultra, like, my view distance and stuff was on ultra. And actually played really well, unless I got, in, like, really big bat, like, fights with multiple people, or, like, was in a city. So, like, I could probably do a hybrid of medium to high. It still looks really good. Like I like it's not so bright and happy like uh, Fallout Four, but they do they okay. do a really good job with colors. Like it's it's good. It's a it's a like a realistic because you're in West Virginia and it's like it's like a fall time. So like the colors of the leaves are nice and stuff like that. It looks good. It's not so like doesn't have that just like that bright gradient that Fallout Four had. I don't know like what to. I think Fallout 4 was like fine on color. I, just everything else. Yeah. Sucked. Because <laughs> I, well, I, I, I compared to Fallout 3, they just had that darker, like, yeah. grittier. Which, I don't know. Which, when you're in a nuclear apocalypse, like, it's kind of what you think would be looking like outside. Um, but so also a bummer when you're like, we'll be playing it for 30 hours. Yeah. That's true. <laughs> you get like a little depressed playing Fallout 3. I'm not going to lie. Uh, so I got on with. So with a friend of mine, Mac, who I've been playing games with, he's he's a friend of Justin McDonald, who's been on our show a few times. Mm-hmm. And so me, Justin, Mac, and our friend Connor actually are kind of become interesting. Yeah, he he actually upgraded his whole computer. I knew he upgraded. He well, yes. he actually bought a new motherboard. He actually bought a 1080. Yeah, he's he's doing everything. So I'm actually now the one with the weakest computer in the in the bunch of this. Yeah. Well, well, we'll get there one day. Um. So like me and Mac started out right at noon. Got on, and our kind of goal was, which is what I do with any multiplayer game, is don't do the story right away, because that's where everyone else is going to be. We got out of the vault and just went. We just, okay. Which, we did that for a like good five hours. Just We just went and explored and like looted things, killed things, like 
had a ton of fun just do like, like, oh, there's a mine here. Let's go investigate this mine and just kind of finding stuff that's just in the environment that's not part of the quest because, I mean, this is the one kind of thing that is with Fallout. It's an online game, so there's going to be other players around you. So, right. And so like, you show, you could show up to a place that someone already just killed all the enemies and you don't get any loot from it. So you got to wait for the enemies to like respawn. I mean, very similar to like how I like a MMO or something would be. Right, for sure. Yeah, so, or like a Destiny. I think Destiny is a good a good kind of comparison to okay. that where you can like run into people out in the wild and then but they cleared an area so you got to wait for it all to re- uh, redo itself. Did you actually run into people? Yes. Okay, cool. So I think there's 24 people in a server. Yes. So of course in the beginning of the game all the people are going to be right in the same area. So Mac and I just were like let's just let's just go out and explore and we did that. We walked literally all the way to like the highest level area. And we're like enemies are like level 30 to 50 and we're level I mean, five to 10, like we're like super underleveled for these guys. And so we went out there and actually like built our camp. Like this is our, our home base is going to be out here because people aren't going to be here. And if they are they're like, they're going to be high level and they're, so yeah, that's kind of our rationale. like, we're just going to get away from everyone, build. Yeah. There's a whole base building thing, stuff like that. It's like, we were like hoarding everything, picking up everything we could because right, break it for down sure. for weapons to like, because you can build and customize weapons, build and customize armor. There's food you can make. Um, I think it does a pretty good job on the survival because you have to drink water, you have to eat food, otherwise it affects your health and your stamina. And you know, if you in the world of Fallout, you get like radiation, and if you get too much radiation, you actually get mutations that mm-hmm. affect that can be like positively and negatively affect you. Like I I got one yesterday, and it was like, uh, meds like you know, psycho and jet like stuff I don't really use in Fallout. Yeah, fifty five percent less effective, but healing was plus three hundred percent. I was like, well, that's a good trade-off for me. I'll take, I'll keep the yeah. mutation. And then I didn't realize I just used some rat away and then my mutation went away. So I was like, right. Oh, because there's a way to keep mutations. I'm not sure exactly how. I don't know if it's a perk card or something like that. So you can get mutations and then you also can get diseases. Like if you drink dirty water, you get dysentery. It was like organ trail. We have made a full circle. I know, we're back. <laughs> we're like, drink water, you've got dysentery. And you're like, Ah, you have died then, of dysentery. Yeah, and then and then your water like level drains oh, that's quicker, so funny. quicker for like however long you have it for. I, have I mean, water. dysentery is not funny, but the idea of dysentery. Yeah, is funny. I know it cracks me up. So there, there's like diseases you can get in the game, and you, so you have to like get disease cures, or you can ride it out for most diseases. Some will kill you. Um, yeah, and then I like so then after we went out exploring, I went back to the beginning area and did the missions, and like I actually had a good time. Good and. Like the beginning missions were pretty simple. Like, here, craft this piece of armor, craft this gun, good job. And like, here's some recipes. Let's go find the stuff in the wild so you can make this stew or something like that. It was very like just teaching you how the game works. But yeah. then like we actually like went out and you know explored farther. And there's like public events you can do, which are pretty sweet. Um, like one we did was like the scorched, which is like the new like people that are like still alive from like they're just like irradiated people from the nuclear blast that are just been roaming around they were like just charging like trying to kill you and like you got to kill all of them like in waves or something and you get some good items from it and loot yeah i mean it was fun i had a good time the game looked good game actually played really well and they mm-hmm. even mac and justin were like this game has better like gun mechanics and gunplay than fallout 4 did yeah no i yeah. hope so yeah because fallout 4 it was, it was bad it was bad so like this game really like 
I was like, yeah, I'll get it because I know my friends are going to get it and play it. But now that I've played it, I'm like, I'm really glad I actually pre-ordered it. I So, yeah, I'm like, I'm not entirely sold on it yet. Like, I'm glad to hear that you're having a good time with it because maybe that'll increase the chances that like, I'm actually going to get it. Um, because I don't know, like leading up to it, I just like had weird feelings about it. I'm, I'm so far having a lot of fun and I'm excited. I think the next beta day is tomorrow. Mm-hmm. from like uh five to nine again or something okay. like that and then sunday i think it's like a 12 hour block they're giving you most of the day to play which i think are hopefully to jump in pretty heavily the next couple of days and really get my fill of the game so the biggest changes for a fallout game is the leveling system so every time you level up you obviously can pick one of the special perks strength perception all that stuff mm-hmm. that's normal to fallout but then you get cards so you get perk cards so say, say I leveled up and put a perk into strength. So I have like three points of strength. And then I have, and then you like, I think for the first 10 levels, every other level, you get a card pack of like five cards. And then after okay. that, you get like a, every five levels is a card pack. And versus every normal level, you just like get a pick a card kind of thing. So you, you get a pick a perk card and say you want it as like, um, you know, your melee now does 10% more. So then you have, since you have, and it costs, it has a cost. So say I have three points in strength and this thing is one. So I could put it in my strength thing and I still have two more points to put more cards into my strength. So it's, it's a way for you to build a character and then if you need to change them, you can like sw- swap some cards out and then kind of respect yourself a little bit. It's kind of interesting. So it kind of works when you're rolling with multiple people because then they could be like someone like, if I kill, if I loot an enemy, I have a 80% chance to get multiple more meat from them. Or something like that. Or I have multiple chance to pick more flowers when I pick a bush. Or something like stuff like that. So it really lends itself to work with the team. Like, hey, what's your cards deck? Because you can share it with your friends and see what their, what their build is. So you can kind of change it. So it works the best with the group. It's kind of an interesting thought. Okay. And now. Hold on. Yeah. You cannot pay for money for cards. Damn it. They, the, only, the only purchases in the But game they are, are random drops? Yes. Okay. So... I, I've gotten the same card four times, which is really annoying. So I leveled it up all the way and got another one. So I have a three-star version and now a one-star version. I hope there's a place where I can go like trade a card later on. I'm not sure if that's a thing or like sell it for caps. I hope it's a more of a trade thing. Because the fact that I have the same, I got the same card and I'm like level eight. I have the same card four times. A little frustrating. Well, I, I mean, it's still the beta. So they could also be limiting what cards you can get. I think, well, I think they said this beta, if you play the beta, is this where you start when the game launches? This is technically, this is technically the game still. So I'm hoping there's a way to trade cards or something like that. Um, but I kind of like it because it, it kind of keeps you on your feet. Cause you're like, well, I want to do this build, but I don't have that card, but I got this card that's still really good. So maybe I'll go more that way right now. And then later when I maybe get this card that I want, I can go back this way. It's kind of an interesting idea. And I kind of, so you don't really go the normal, like, I'm all strength character and uh, yeah, which I'm still kind of going because carry weight is ridiculous in this game because the amount of crap you pick up for crafting is like, you literally pick up everything and I literally have like, right. I'm always over encumbered, but luckily they changed it. So like you actually can't, you just can't sprint, but you can still move normal speed till all your stamina is gone. And then you like move slow till it fills up. And then, so it's not as bad. You can still move. It's not like good. I don't know. I'm excited to play more of it. I, I love Fallout games. That's why I was upset with Fallout 4. Mm-hmm. Me as well. That's why I'm glad. So, so one thing I think Justin told me is like Fallout 4 had like 
50 weapons or something like that. And this, or maybe 60, because you can like change them up and stuff. Yeah, I mean, I think that's hard to believe because the like the crafting system in Fallout 4 was huge. But most, but yeah, so like, but I think it's like 60, like 60 like styles of weapons you can make or something okay. like that. I don't know. This game's like over 150. Okay. So there's a lot of games. I mean, a lot of guns. Like there's a pump action shotgun, a double barrel, a combat shotgun, different shotguns, and there's like multiple rifles and stuff like that pistols obviously so there's a lot more weapons in this game and a lot more customizable things you could do instead of like there's other thing about fallout 4 is like well i like have this gun but i'm always going to customize it the same way as anything else so what's the point of like trying to do something different because this is going to always be the best version now this one has a little more give and take like this barrel gives you more range but less accuracy which i don't understand how longer barrels give you less accuracy they need to figure out how guns work apparently I don't know, stuff like that. I, whatever. Craft armor, all that stuff, fun stuff. Cool. Uh, yeah, I can't really think of what else I want to say. It's a good game. I actually think it's going to be going to do well. Like, I know a lot of people are talking crap about it, and I know a lot of people on Xbox canceled their pre-orders because of it. Well, whatever. Because, I mean, they're putting too much faith in a beta is the problem. This game sucks. Well, and also that's probably because I really dislike the way that they're selling the beta. The break um, it early test application. Which is fine. Yeah. Like, like, that's the point but of a beta. I but I really don't like the whole you have to pre-order this to, pre-order to, to the beta. beta. But that's kind of been the thing. I mean, Call of Duty's been doing that for years. I know, but I still think it's the wrong way to, to do it. Oh, I agree with you. I think a beta should be available. Anyone who wants to play it. Because it's or a good randomly way. selected. Yeah, that's uh, like it's, a, it's, a closed thing. Because yeah, well, like that's the closed what a beta, beta then, really and is. then an open beta or something. Like, it's a good way to promote your game without. Like, well, you actually, and the thing is, is it's a bad way to promote your game because if it, if it's the like game's bad. Well, and it's just because, like, that's not the point of a beta. The point of a beta it's is the, not to sell it. It's the to point test of the beta is to test the yeah, game. But I mean, there's a lot of people that probably like, or maybe we're on the fence. Got a beta. For like, I'm not saying for this game, for like another game, like, oh, this game's actually pretty good. I think I'm going to buy it kind of thing, especially when the open yeah. beta rolls around when they're that close to launch. So, yeah, I, I'm enjoying it. I hope to keep, I mean, playing it the next two days. I mean, it doesn't come out to like the 11th or Yeah, but it's something. still soon. It's really soon. I mean, that's like a week away. So. Yeah. Oh, gosh, we're in November already. Yeah, no, November started yesterday. Um, yeah, so uh, I've got a couple of games that I do want to uh, mention. Um, just, you know, heading forward. Uh, so life is strange two came out, um, not too long ago, mm-hmm. or at least the first episode. Cause it's a five episode, uh, series. Um, and after playing it, I immediately bought all the other ones. Um, I'm a fan of the life is strange series. Yeah. I never, I never got into it as much as you. That's because you, you, well, you never really even played it. Did you? I, I played at least the first episode. Okay. Yeah, I mean, and I was just like, I enjoyed it, but and I don't. That was like nothing. What? Like that's nothing like the rest of the game. Oh, whatever. Uh, which is the problem. It's like it's so story driven, and the first, like the first episode of the original Life is Strange, is literally just setting up who like the main character is. Well, um, like, I mean, you don't even you don't even really meet the like like other main character, Chloe. Yeah. Oh, I, like, no, I like I like got I got to know her, met her, and then stuff like that. Because like that happens right at the very end of the first episode. So then maybe I was in the second one. I don't know, but anyway, because I know I like actually I was doing things with Chloe. Like I know that, and like the last thing I remember doing was like 
the de- her stepdad was going to bust down the door, so we escaped out the bedroom window or something. Okay, yeah, that's somewhere in the second episode. And that's kind of where I because stopped. Because you're smoking weed. Yeah. yeah. Kind of where, it's kind of where I stopped playing, and you're like, you need to keep playing, and I'm like, I think it's wild. Um, really that's what wild. I've heard, but I, it's not really my style of game. And I, I don't know, you, I think you connected with the characters better than I did. Yeah, I think. Like, I think it's like the same thing with like Night in the Woods. My angsty teenager like inside the, me. Like yes. the same thing with Night in the Woods. I thought Night in the Woods was a good game. It was. It was. It was like oh, I had fun incredible. playing it. But I think you connected way more with it than I did. It's just because I'm overly depressed most of the time. So I, I don't know. I like. I'm. I guess I miss those undertones. Oh. So I, I was just like. Oh. It screamed at my face. Uh, but anyways, so yeah, Life is Strange Two is completely removed. From the original Life of Strange, other than they're in the same universe. Um, so wait, how so? I'm confused. So it's like so it's in the same world, but it doesn't have the same characters. Oh, really? Yeah. So it's so not it's Chloe not, and Max. Yeah, it's okay. not Chloe and Max. Uh, you know, the prequel before the storm is Chloe and Rachel. It doesn't have any of them. The only real connection is is it asks you what you did at the end of the original Life of Strange. Um, because there's a moment, uh, where you're like semi close to that area and depending on what you did in the original game, that area has either changed or not, depending on what you do. Mm -hmm. Um, so yeah, uh, it's completely separate. Uh, it's two young, uh, Mexican boys are like the main characters of this. They're brothers. One's like 17, uh, and one's, uh, I think closer to 12, maybe younger, something like that. Uh, and I think actually quite a bit younger than that. Uh, and it's for a very specific reason, um, that you encounter fairly early on in the game, you have to run away from home. Uh, and so the story is you guys on the run, you're trying to, run to a place in Mexico. Um, and so the story follows that. I think what this game does really well is there's a couple of shocking moments in it that play heavily on like issues that we're facing in our current world. Um, and by we, I'd say probably more like, um, like Mexicans or, you know, uh, minority status than like you know me as whitey whites yeah Idaho privileged here. white yeah. guy here um <laughs> and it plays on that i think incredibly well uh and uses it to like propel the story uh i think it like i there's a fine line where like like racial tensions in america could come across as like tone deaf um, and I don't think this game comes across that way, um, which I was super happy about uh, because that would have sucked. Um, and I don't know. It, it feels good. Uh, it's a nice little story. Um, you you can develop like a feeling for the characters pretty early on, which I thought was good. Um, I've heard people say that like they thought that the the way the very first section was handled was really poor. I don't know. I I enjoyed it. Uh, so I don't. Know. I am pumped for the other episodes. So it's only been um, the first episode. Yeah, 
Okay, so when is the next episode? I have no idea. Um, I think like consistently they release like every couple of months. Um, speaking of episodes, Hitman Two. Yeah, Hitman Two is coming out eventually. Like actually soon, I think. Yeah, and Sean Bean's in it. Sean Bean is the first exclusive (laughs) target. Yeah, which is I think is Mr. Death will die again. Really good. Yeah, he uh, he you know he did that on purpose. So funny. Sorry. Totally sidetracked. But I know totally that's a sidetracked. Game. But that's yes, a game you love. I loved Hitman. But yeah, uh, Life is Strange Two. Really enjoyed it. You like the originals? Um, I know, like Jason, our buddy, uh, was a big fan of the original uh, and was like concerned about the new ones because it was a different set of I characters. Think, I think he likes it though. He told me he, he likes did. it. And yeah. like I, like I'm texting. Maybe him. being half Mexican, it actually <laughs> he connects more. I doubt it because he is he is the. He is more white than he is. But he's legit. <laughs> no, he Mex- is. Le- like, uh, like, and I'm not going to take that away from him. No, it's just funny. But Jason's the whitest half Mexican guy <laughs> yeah. probably will ever know. Um, whatever that means. But yes. I don't, uh, I, now I sound really racist. Yeah, good job. Idaho. Now, yeah, welcome to Idaho. Uh, but I yeah. mean, in like the nicest way, Jason's yeah. a really good friend of mine. So I'm not like degrading him. It's just funny. Or Mexicans or anything. Well, yeah. well, I, well, I don't know uncle, how to. I literally, my, I literally have Mexicans in my family. So. I don't know how to talk our way out of this. You just ruined this. My uncle's Mexican. There, we're done. That's like, that's the conversation like, oh, like I have a black friend, so oh. I can make black jokes. Yep. Um, that's wrong. <laughs> um, but anyways. <laughs> he says uh, it's okay. Yeah, no, it's fine. But uh, yeah, he, I texted him. I'm like, hey, yo, you need to play this game. Uh, and so he did, and he really enjoyed. He it. actually he actually texted me saying he he's like saying he really liked it. So yeah, um, I I think it's it's good. Um, other than that, uh, I have to mention Donut County. Yes, because I keep on trying to get people to play Donut County. Um, I know it's out on iOS. I think it's I think it's out on computer now. Um, it is because I played it on PC. Okay, and I think um, PlayStation now has it. Or I on- think so. I think it just went to consoles not too long ago. Um. And it's, uh, what else did Ben Espedito do? I know this. Um, it's on the like, it's right on the tip of my brain. Ben Esposito. Uh, it's not. It's not the same guy who did. Uh, You're the best around. Um, even though they have very similar names. You're the uh, best yeah. around. That guy. Yeah, it's not him. But uh, well, this is America. <laughs> So this game is like it's cute, uh, to say the least. You and you think, do like your cute games, and I think that the humor in it is actually really funny. Uh, well, it, it reminds me of Night in the Woods. Yeah, it's two hours long, um, and it's just a little puzzle game. It's it has kind of a Katamari-ish feel, where uh, but the the opposite. So like you control, you are uh. Uh, a raccoon and you uh, are working for this donut company and every time or- somebody orders a donut uh, it creates a hole near where they like want it delivered uh, and you control the hole and you try to like eat everything up there's as you go along and introduces a couple different puzzle like mechanics uh, and you use it to basically eat um, the whole town, right? Everything. Yeah. Um, and it is, it, it's just funny and cute. 
and it probably has the most accurate texting of like anything like any other game i ever had like because there's a there's like a duck emoji in it and instead of like responding you can just hit the duck emoji and so like you can just respond back and forth with the other people with duck emojis nice and that is so lifelike yeah it's so realistic um and it's just like i think the humor in it is really good um the motto is uh for like the the raccoon like garbage company um is uh have a garbage day which i think is brilliant um the music is great uh and just overall i think like donut county is like a great way to kill two hours um i loved it the only problem i have with it is that there's not more of it yeah i wish it was a full-fledged like even like an eight-hour game uh like with like maybe like more puzzles more parts bringing back some of the different puzzle mechanics like more um and it is just it is just ridiculous like the whole thing i loved it um and i want to play more of it i don't know maybe i'll go back there and like there's a couple achievements where like you can like actually collect different parts of the like campgrounds or whatever um that i missed and Mm. so i kind of want to go back and like 100 percent it although there's only like 10 achievements or whatever um yeah whatever uh it's neat i really like that game um and then finally i have to mention i bought a switch you did i bought a nintendo switch is it still in the box um no because i've been playing it oh you have Um, i bought uh super mario odyssey uh, and I have been playing through that game, and it is great. Yeah. Where, so where, where have you been playing mostly at? Um, so almost 100% mobile um, at work. Yeah, so I figured you'd use it. I think it'd be perfect for you, obviously. That's why I figured. Yeah. Because you have um, a lot of time where you're at work where you're kind of just like not. Uh, yeah. I mean, like, we, we'll, we'll, it's a lot of like hurry up and wait situations. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. Um, and so. Which is nice. You pull it out. Yeah. <laughs> Just pull it out, launch it. It's super quick. Um, I can play like a like a little bit of it, put it away, go do my thing, come back to it. And it's like it turns on right where you left it, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, That's awesome. And it has the suspension, um, just like the 3ds and stuff. Uh, and so it, I, it's I, great. Yeah, I really wanted to get one. I mean, I, I'm looking probably hopefully to get one after the new year sometime. Yeah. I, I I know they're doing like a new hardware design in March. I don't know. I know that well, maybe like, I'll get the new one. I was I was trying to set up my Mac to uh play some games because uh, I've got a MacBook Pro now and uh was having such a difficult time um figuring it like trying to mount a controller to it that I just gave up. And you just went and bought a switch. Yeah, and I was like, <laughs> fuck this, I'm gonna buy a switch. And so went out the next day and bought a switch. Um and I, I've been loving it. Uh, well, I know you always wanted to get one, so it was like... I think it was just time. A good push, finally, for you. Yeah, just like- so Super Mario Odyssey, I think, is a really great game. I was never a huge fan of the 3D Mario games. Um, you know, like, the original Mario and, like, Super Mario World and stuff like that, I'm really big fan of. Um and like, there's like certain parts of this game that kind of like harken back into that. Because yeah, I know you can go like 2D in certain. Yeah, things you, and you yeah. do. You go 2D platforming you know, like at certain times. Uh, I really like that game. 
I I don't know if I like overly enjoy the humor in it. Yeah, well, as my um, brother says, it's it's the best game on Switch. Fight me. That's what he always sure. says. He 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 just thinks it's the like, yeah. And it was like you know, like looking at. I was gonna buy one game. It was either that or Zelda, um, Breath of the Wild. And I like I've always been more of a fan of Mario games, so oh, I went for it. I'd, go. I'd, I'd get Mario. Yeah, Mario. and I'll like I'll pick up Breath of the Wild uh, sometime soon, uh, so I can play it. But it like I don't know Super Mario like it it just it plays with the mechanics of like platforming mm-hmm. really well. Uh, the ability to like. Uh, take over like the body of another character i think was really well designed uh and like so many of the puzzles are built around that my biggest downside to this game is it insists on you using motion controls i don't want to use motion controls period um but like so let's say like one of the like attacks is you throw your hat in a circle around you um to do that you have to like move your joy cons to the left twice really quick like um, while you're holding the screen that's the problem so for me i'm playing it mostly like like Hand it down. all attached yeah um and yeah so it's a it's obnoxious so you're like shaking your screen yes the whole be- thing oh, um weird so if i take my joy cons off um you know there's a kickstand on the back you can kickstand it up and do it like that. It's a little bit better, but also I want to like I don't like the feel of not having those together. And like, um, again, you don't have like the the dock. I do. Oh, you do. I okay, do, but I haven't one, been using it? it. Okay, it comes with one. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Like, I think like the insistence on using motion controls in that game really limits it. And there is an option in the menu to turn off motion controls. It doesn't do anything. Really. Like, it doesn't make it, like, so you can do those attacks by pressing buttons. You still have to do that. So I've turned off motion controls, and it hasn't changed the and game still motion at controlling. all. Yeah, I'm not a huge fan of motion controls. Because I remember when the PS3 first came out, mm-hmm. and it had, like, the six-axis controller. Yes. And they, it really, really... Well, PS4 did that, too. With the touchpad, yeah. Well, like, and even that, like... I guess they have the tilting. Like, and like until dawn requires you, like, to hold, hold the still, controller right. still and stuff. So... I know PlayStation's kind of dabbled with it. I know, like, especially when the console first comes out, like, they, like, have you do it, and then it kind of, like, they kind of fade away from it. So mm-hmm. I remember, like, PS3, when I was playing a Ratchet and Clank game, and, like, you had a, when you had to fly, you literally had to move your controller. Right. Which I hate fun. that. Yeah. Like, I hate having to move a controller. I just, like, I think it's, like, a terrible way to design so, controls. I don't know. And yeah, PS4 does it. I mean, with the, especially with the touchpad, they have that capability, and then I guess it still has the move function, and I don't know. I feel like motion controls are just like going to be there. Like it's just. Yeah. But I also, I think like building your game around the need for them is probably the wrong thing to do. Like at least give the option to use it. Yeah. Cause I don't like, people sure, include it. Cause I don't people like motion controls. I don't know who the hell in their right mind would do that. Um, and maybe I do need to plug it into the little controller dock and then try. Um, and also like, I don't have a pro controller. They're kind of expensive, right? Uh, they are kind of expensive, yeah. Um, so who knows? Maybe that I maybe you can do motion controls with the pro. I don't know, and maybe that'll feel better. Yeah, because you just have to move the controller and not yeah. the whole And literally it's just things like that. It's literally just like little attacks and stuff. So like the motion in the game isn't controlled by it, which is good because that would really ruin the game for yeah. me. 
but it's like the different attacks. So like if you're surrounded and stuff and you have to do that or like the homing version. So like you can throw it and then like home your hat to like the closest thing. Uh, so if something's coming towards you and you don't have time to aim, you can throw your hat and shake the, the joy cons and it will like home to them. Okay. Um, but it's also super janky because so many of the different like controls are built around like shaking them. Um, and so sometimes I'll run into the problem where it's like, like it doesn't know what to do because you're just shaking them now. I don't know. I think that's a, like maybe a super poor design choice, but also that is like the Mario thing, right? Yeah. Every time the Nintendo has released like a new hardware and like a new set of features like that, they then put it into the Mario game. So you have to use it. That's just, they've always done just it. Nintendo, man. But speaking of Mario, uh, I guess it was, it's maybe been a couple of weeks now. I, I went over to Jesse Rayborn's place and played some Mario party with Jason mm. and another Jesse. I think you were working, obviously. I don't get invited anymore. <laughs> I think you were, weren't you? I was probably working. I'm sure. Yeah, I'm sure you were. So I actually got to play the new Mario party and we actually had a ton of fun. Oh, wow. It. Yeah. We didn't hit it. So we did like, we did three games of 10 turns. So we didn't kill ourselves at 50 turns. And just to do the, because it's like, it starts with three maps unlocked. Of course you can get more. There's actually, there's actually a lot you can do in this game. So obviously there's a standard, standard Mario party. And then of course you can do uh, just the mini games. And then there's like other stuff you can do. There's like a puzzle building, like a pixel puzzle thing. You like move, like work together to move the pieces around. Yeah. Which is kind of interesting. And then they have to have this like raft mode where you like get on a raft and you go down and then you got like avoid obstacles and get balloons to get more time. Mm-hmm. And then it splits and you go right or left. And then it go you go down and it splits again and again and again. So like it's like I think six different ways the thing can end. Because you get an achievement for each ending that you do. So that was kind of cool. And like so like after you like split, you go do a challenge together. And then you okay. And so then you're all working together, not working against each other. And it's kind of fun. Like, I, we actually had a lot of fun doing it. And there's just other little mini games in there, like rhythm challenges. And I mean, we, we played it for a good five, six hours. Hmm. I mean, I generally hate Mario parties, yeah. um, but the I will Positions have changed. Yes. I, God damn it, Mario Party. Um, yeah. We had fun, though. I mean, I think if we got, I don't know how many Switches you can get together with the game, because we were playing off two. Or off one, but Jason had his Joy-Cons there. Right, and I know you can do at least four people on different Joy-Cons. So, uh, is it only four people? I don't know. Hmm, I wonder if you. <laughs> so, I wonder if you can bump it up to like six or eight, even. But um, I would be surprised if they don't have that support. And even like, no, there's no way they're gonna land together. You no, you can actually play together with. It's like there's like certain things you can do. It's like limited mini games you can play with two switches. Yeah, it's kind of an interesting thing. Like, there was, like, a baseball game that we were doing, and if you had two switches, it would show some people in the outfield and the other people in the uh, the batting, and then, so, I don't know. It was kind of cool. It was kind of fun. Yeah. That was my Switch experience for the last couple, whatever. Yeah. I mean, I've been enjoying mine. I'm glad I have it. Um, it's just an easy way to play games on the go. Uh, so. I don't know. Uh... If I have anything else to talk about. Yeah, I think we about covered it all with kind of what we've been doing, what we've done. Yeah. It's been a, it's been a long time since we sat down and talked. Yeah, um, so I, I'm sure this episode's kind of long now. It's about two hours. Yeah. Well, I guess about normal then. Yeah, about normal. 
Um, so now would be, I guess, the proper time to announce this. Um, we have a 48 hour live stream charity event coming up. That's right. So this weekend is, uh, extra life weekend. Um, and I'm just slammed. There's absolutely no way I can do anything this weekend. Uh, and so we have put this off. Um, a few weeks. I think it around Thanksgiving time. Yeah. So, and I have the date. It's November twenty third. Okay. Um, six p.m. to six p.m. on November twenty fifth. Isn't that twenty third like actual Thanksgiving? No, it's uh Black Friday. Oh, it is. So it's six p.m. on Black Friday to six p.m. Oh, on Sunday. Uh, the twenty third to the twenty fifth. Yep. Okay. Forty eight hours straight. Um, live streaming from my basement. Uh, it, uh, we'll see. It's going to get weird. I've probably. got, I've got a number of friends committed, uh, who are going to come and play. Uh, I don't know nobody's going to do the full 48 hours. Like we're going to sleep and stuff, but, uh, it is going to be fun, I think. Uh, and so it'll be through extra life. Uh, so it should be the St. Jude's children's hospital of Idaho. Uh, and so you can still do it after the actual main event. Yeah, okay. I mean, you can do it year round. They oh, don't really? care. If uh, they just do like they have a certain. They have the big day that every like everybody's supposed to do it, but they don't care when you do it. Uh, it's for the kids. It is. It's for the kids. So yeah, we did do it last year. Yeah, and it was a little weird. bit because we did it through Boise State, which was a mistake. Yeah, because they really limited on what things we really could do. Yeah, and beyond that, like we weren't supported and all this stuff. Yeah. Like I could go on and oh, that on was about yeah, that was a whole like, mess. I was, and... I was not happy with the way that turned out. Um, so we're gonna do it by ourselves. Uh, and we're gonna, like I said, I'm gonna bring in some friends. Uh, try to keep like a game variety. Uh, and I don't know, see if we can raise some money. Good point. We got, we got computers, we got playstations, we got switches now. Basically anything. Uh, we got your knockoff Wii that we could boot up somehow. I thought about that. I think I'm going to ignore the knockoff Wii for right now. But uh, I've got some ideas for games. Um, and I've got, like I said, I've got some friends that are going to come in who have some I mean, decent ideas for games. I mean, games. I think a 50-turn Mario Party. Uh, uh, you are way behind me. Um, oh, that's, so that's already happening? Yes. Oh, I'm in. Put me, so in, put got, me down for that one. We've got 50 turn Mario Party. I'm going to try to get my roommates in for that one. The positions after. Um, I'm going to, so 48 hours. Um, that was, set, a, that was a long time. That's a long time. I'm setting the goal at $1,000. Um, you know, we'll probably get like 30. Yeah, but. that's fine. <laughs> but uh, it'll be fun anyways. Uh, so if you are a listener um, and you're like, oh crap, like they're back. Hey, we're going to do something. Uh, we're going to do a big, long charity live stream uh, and, yeah, see if we can do, I don't know, raise some money for kids. For uh, the kids. Yeah. But uh, I think that does it for us uh, today. I don't, I don't I mean, I'm sure there's stuff we missed, but it's been a long time. So uh, Ryan, we're getting back into practice, just, you know, breaking off the rust and cobwebs. Right, and- like talking to people again, which is like falling off of my repertoire so we're just talking i guess just to ourselves well no talking to myself is normal is, yeah like talking, it just keeps going yes is, 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 i don't know i haven't seen you in a while i think last time i saw you was when i the beginning of last month honestly yeah 
It's, I don't know. I don't know what's happening. You're just working every day, and I'm literally doing nothing. So, except to house sitting. Uh, every time I have free, that's right. That's right. You're like, you're like, let's sitting. go do something. Like, well, I'm in Caldwell. Sorry, I'm house sitting again. I don't think I'm house sitting for the rest of the year. Oh boy. So I'm, I'm party good. time. Party central. So I'm good because that was getting ridiculous. I was just like, yeah, I bet. But yeah. So anyways, because uh, my mom didn't even buy groceries for me. That was the worst part. That, what? Yeah, she's like, Who oh, does you, that? you can go buy groceries for yourself. I'm like, what's the point? <laughs> yeah, I would be like, no, I'm not coming out. Yeah, I was so mad. Well, she said she was going to. Then when I got there, she's like, oh, I didn't go to the grocery store. I'm like, <laughs> the hell, mom? This is that's how like, you're supposed that's to the pay. This like, is, yeah, like, this is how you're supposed to pay me is with food. So I actually had to go buy my own groceries. Actually, the last time I spent the night at my parents' house, they didn't have milk. They didn't have eggs. Oh like <laughs> my mom's like, finish off the milk, and there's like a quarter of a half gallon left. I was like, and I was like, like so I had to buy my own milk. I'm like, thanks, mom. So what am I supposed to do for breakfast? Like, <laughs> I think I had one egg, so I made a one egg sandwich. Ooh. Yeah, which was fine. Right? I, I actually, like I know my mom's all into this keto thing now, so oh. like they don't have anything at home. Like, even my dad is like, like dying. He's like, I just want to eat food. <laughs> Uh, uh, parents. The, yeah. old, the older they get, the weirder they are. Yep, for whatever reason. All right. Well, I think that does it for us. Um, as always, thanks for listening. Uh, I guess we got to get back in the the feel of plugging social media, oh, uh, yeah. which is twitter.com slash radio, facebook.com slash radio. Um, and I think that's all we have. Yeah. YouTube. Then, There's some YouTube uh, stuff. No, yeah, if you want to go watch. Uh, don't watch the YouTube stuff right <laughs> we'll now. We'll put some new stuff that's right we, on yeah, there. Eventually. Uh, and then there's, uh, uh, you can email us at dryspellradio at gmail.com. I guess I need to log back into that. Um, and yeah, uh, send us emails, questions, comments, concerns, things like that. Uh, and of course, our SoundCloud still gets charged to my credit card every month. <laughs> so soundcloud.com slash dryspellradio. Um, yeah. To listen to our probably it's probably fifty episodes, even though this is episode fifty three, I think you forgot. Yeah, no, there's there's some lost episodes in there somewhere. You know what? Things happen. Um but anyways, uh if you are listening, thanks for listening. Uh if you aren't listening, listen. Because oh. we're back. We're we're uh, sure. Backstreet's back, alright. We're back. Alright. That's it. Bye.